to the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Creepy E, and uh-oh. Africa elbows. Is he here? Did he make yeah, it? just in time. Oh, I was worried. Africa. Africa elbow finally got him. Nobody really even seemed shocked. Uh, Toledo was a little late this morning. Just wandered right in. Good. Good to see him. We were uh, kind of trying to figure out why he would be late, and it all comes back to that time he had to pay his landlord at four in the morning once. It is National Protein Day. What so is that? Oh, maybe you start at least off with a little drink. Yeah. Hey, saying. there you hey, go. Hey, that ain't so bad. I hope that's uh, right. Now that's an excuse we can accept. Yeah. Hey, look. <laughs> I was getting blown awake. You you show up whenever you're done, that's friend. Better than that check thing. Yeah, that check thing is pretty bad. Sure, I'm late. I have to drop off my rent check. 4.30 in the morning. What kind of landlord do you have? We came up with a vampire. He <laughs> had to be a vampire landlord. I will wait for you before the sun comes up for the rent check, please. And then, of course, the obvious one, because there are no such thing as vampires, is that Toledo had one hour before someone was about to change locks. Because what kind of landlord says, no, you get it to me the second you wake up, because if you're, if it's not here by 5 in the morning, I'm shutting your house down. I think half the living room was already out on the front oh, lawn. Oh, yeah, that's all you're <laughs> going to be in the lawn. All of it. Unless it's stuff I want. I take possession of the home at 6 a.m. Man, that's cutting it close. Uh, you guys want some Starbucks? I'm running a little behind. Had to drop off a rent check to Nosferatu. So, yeah. Always know your landlord and whether or not he's a child of the night or one of the children of wolves. Because if you get to drop off rent checks at 5, something ain't right. But he's here. Good. All right. He made it in. That's good. Somebody won't be going to work today is Mike Bibby. That story's getting really weird. Uh, Shadow Mountain, you know, he's the Shadow Mountain superstar when he played here in the 90s. Went to U of A, got them a, a national championship in 97, onto the NBA for 14 solid years. Comes here and starts coaching Shadow Mountain as a volunteer. And uh, Don't they have four state I titles? I think it's four straight, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, they've got four, I know that. But, yeah, so Mike Bibby's coaching, and all of a sudden you read the stories. This lady back a couple of years ago, uh, Mike came to work, according to her, came to work a little bit tipsy. She's trying to walk in. He grabs her by the thighs, picks her up. He's in the car. No, no, no. Right, he got he? out and picked her oh, up and he then did? he put okay. her in the open car. Okay. And then started to assault her. And she's like, hey, she sneaks out from under him. So he's a caveman. He was like, kind of, yeah. Old school. Without clubbing her. I mean, the one caveman move he screwed up. A, a good caveman would tell you he kept her awake. There's your problem. But, you know, if you're going to go to that length, you might as well knock her out. Well, that's what cavemen did. So uh, he picked her up by the thighs, put her in the car. She gets out. He starts wandering around. The, you know, he goes, grabs her again as she's trying to get in. She gets into the school. She's like, uh, now, this guy's got to stop. He goes by all the... This is all her story, by the way. Uh, he's going by the classroom a lot, harassing, saying things, saying sexually dirty stuff to her. In fact, after he put her in the car and she escaped, he grabbed her from behind and started to whisper real dirty things she didn't reveal exactly what. But uh, And then for like a year, he bothered her. And then she said, you can't come by my class anymore. And he didn't for a little while. And then like October of last year, he started to do it again. And then uh, this year in February, she started to tell people. And on Valentine's Day, just a couple weeks ago, uh, filed the charges against uh, Mike Bibby, Arizona All-Star, Superstar, Hall of Fame, Arizona Sports Hall of Fame guy. And this chick so must it be continued over the... Yes, it's got to be hot. <laughs> to, to do that, to like, you know, after... He took a few months off, which is the scariest part. It's like, you know what, I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to do that anymore. She's probably... And then he just couldn't contain himself. He went right back in there. So, yeah, she's got to be smoking hot. It's fine. You know, you... I was talking with a couple of ladies yesterday, and they're they're like saying, "I would have said that, you know, it was February 2017, that first 
time, but what they do, they said, no, don't report this? Or She did. She just kind of put it on file. I think she was basically trying to say, I've got this. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I, I handled it. Yeah, you can kind but, of yeah. imagine that in your head. Yeah. Like, maybe she didn't want to... One was a teacher. I, I don't know. I mean, you yeah. Know, she just, told the she told the people uh, after a few things like, "Look, I don't want them around anymore. So just keep them away from me. I'm not saying it's something I can't handle." And then it just got to the point where it's restraining order time. All right. But she, I think she heavy. initially said to the people, "If what I was reading, she initially told the people at work, like he, I think he's drunk. I think that was what she was most concerned about. I think he's just bombed. She, evidently, she handled stuff. But yeah, people always say that. Everybody who doesn't have it happen to him always says, "Why didn't you report it the day it happened?" Right. Because it's embarrassing. And, you you know, you're like, maybe the guy just lost his, he just lost, snapped for a minute. And he's like, yeah, I, and you can, can, I can handle this. Funny, I got away uh, from Boozy. funny drunk uh, thing Right. You tell happened. a few people, Bibby got drunk and attacked me. Yeah. And you got away with, you know. And uh, girls will let it, like, they'll go, oh, stop it. Right. Yeah, yeah you, you move on. Stop it, stop it. But then after a while, you're like, Keeps right. coming back. Right. <laughs> but now Mike Bibby's side of the story is none of this happened. Not an ounce of this happened. Never drank at work. Never did what she said. Do we uh, have witnesses? Yeah, exactly. Now it's just going to come down to, you know, smoke and fire. Where's where's everybody looking and who saw what and whatever? Because, I mean, it is. I mean, Robert Kraft's denial is one thing. That's on tape. Uh, this guy's lawyer's like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. That's it. Her lawyer says, that guy has no idea what's happening. He's taking the word of a guy who did this. He was and comes down to witnesses yep. and who she talked to. Well, and school exactly. Let him, the school let saying, him go. You know, she did in 2017 put it, you know, got him. If she said right up, but again, something. it's got to be written. If she just said right. some things, people are like we'll keep an eye on it. It's deniable, you know. There's yeah. nothing, nothing written down. It's we'll like we'll see. We'll find this. The one truth out. will come. Out. Will it? We'll see. We'll find out. But yeah, I, I, everybody says that. Like uh, somebody was saying that yesterday. And they're like, why do you why do you wait so long for it? And well, it's because it wasn't really assault until it turns into this guy's not leaving me alone. Like one incident when it, when the first one is first, it's flirting. Right. Well, at first. He's probably just That's nice heavy to her. Flirting. And then he picks her up and puts her in the car, and she's like, I think he's drunk. Well, I don't want Mike to get in trouble. I like Mike. You know, most of the time, this kind of stuff happens with somebody you've liked for a while. Like, hey, he's a nice yeah. guy. And then he you does remember this ever, like, like throwing girls in pools and stuff. Oh, yeah. and Same like, thing. You know, I, you, or you pick him up and go, ar, 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 and you joke yeah, like you're, you're going to around with him. And you're drunk. And so all of a sudden, she's like, Mike's drunk. I, you know, I don't want Mike to get fired. I don't want him to, you know, I don't want to be the reason this happens. You do it as a, as a jokester. Hey, right. I'm going to grab her, throw her in the car. Yeah. And then he whispers horribly sexy things in your ear. Like, Michael, please. He's very bad at picking yeah. up chicks, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, that's it. I don't know. Is he married? I don't even know if Mike Bibby's a married guy or anything. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't either. I mean, you know. I found out she's dating the uh, Hamilton head coach of basketball. Oh, is she? she oh, yeah. man. That, she went to the rival. Well, that's tough. Well, Bibby handled that. Well, that's why that. she's setting up four in a row. We can't have four state Pretty titles. Pretty solid. I didn't know that. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> she's, a, she's a mole. This is terrible. But, yeah, so Mike Bibby, who is a – I played basketball at uh, Shadow Mountain in 1998, not the high school, for the high school, but at the school. And it was right after the uh, Arizona Wildcats won the – the national championship was a year after. I've never seen a place more dedicated to one person than it was that. Like, they had everything. It was Mike Bibby this, Mike Bibby that. They had stuff on the walls, and I was like, man. Bibby and his wife, Darcy, have uh, four children. There's a lot of kids. <laughs> Got a son playing college ball for South Florida okay. before transferring to Appalachian State in 2017. That's a ton of kids. Okay. Well, no wonder he drinks. All right, I no wonder he's flirting. Yeah, no wonder he's trying to get out of this whole mess. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. Except for the whole aggressive thing, I understand why you're doing it. Don't be grabbing. Yeah, just you gotta be cooler about it. But I get it. I get it.
He's been out of the game a while, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. He's just looking around at his wife. He's like, you know, I think you think you just pick one up and throw it down. I think that's. I think that's how I remember doing it. It's been a long time, and all those kids have screwed me up. I, I think you just grab one you like and throw it down. They all want me. I'm Mike Bibby. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm volunteering. I mean, what's the worst going to happen? They fire me from a volunteer job? I like that one. I'm going to pick that one up and throw it down. And that's okay. Cause, and I think if, as a, if I was his friend and we were at a bar and he told me, man, I'm in trouble. Like, Mike, come on. I get it. You're married. You're tired of that. You got the four kids. You're tired of that. But you can't go picking them up and throwing them down like that. You gotta, you gotta be cooler. You gotta be smoother. It's been a long time. I know that's what you do with your wife. You just pick her up and throw her down. But that's you can't do that to all of them. That sounds awful. Well, I hope that lady's all right. I hope if this did happen that she's okay. She seems pretty cool about like, you know, making this go down the right way. If in fact it is this, but it also could come back. And this is the danger of the Jesse Jussie Smollett case: is that this kind of stuff has to be questioned on both sides because. Sometimes, Duke rape, there's an ulterior motive on the other end that makes someone want to destroy a human being. It's scary. And you have to, you can't just jump to conclusions like everybody did with with that uh, guy from Empire. you got to sit and weigh it. Unfortunately, for ladies who are truly victimized, the ones who have lied have made it so you can't just say it. It's not something people do. So maybe there's a beef for Mike Bibby. I don't know. But uh, and it doesn't like you know that it just came out of nowhere too, which is kind of a thing. Like, hmm, never really heard Mike Bibby as that type of guy. Usually, there's some sort of rumor that'll pop. Somebody will come up and go, "Oh, Bibby's always been like that." I don't know. Fourteen yeah. years in the NBA, uh, U of A. You know, we've known him the whole time here. Never really had a discipline problem, Mike Bibby. He's always been kind of the. So maybe he's lost it recently. I don't know. And we always knew Richie Incognito, who's going into the playoffs. Yeah, Incognito, who grew up here. When all the stories came out, everybody popped up and said, oh, he got kicked out of high school. He was a disciplinary issue here. He got beat up here. It's like, oh, okay, there's this track record. Mike Bibby doesn't have one. He doesn't really have a whole, like, you know, he was never a bad guy. So now all of a sudden it seems like, well, seemingly out of nowhere. I kind of forgot about Mike Bibby. There he is. Sex stuff. It's great. And then uh, yesterday I was watching the NFL Network and the great Robert Kraft getting off his plane was Tom Brady by his side, standing by his owner, and it is adorable. They kissed again. They gave a kiss. I wouldn't do that if I was you, Tom. You don't know where that guy's been. And uh, they said now they, they're they uh, they said you got to do it. You got to kiss him. You have Just, to kiss him. Yeah. You have to, and then give him fifty bucks. That's what Just I was waiting for. Say. After they kissed, I was waiting for Kraft to hand him. And technically, Kraft pays him. So it was another you know it was another moment of prostitution, if you ask me, because Tom Brady takes a check from that man. But. Uh, they bumped up his uh, potential charges, and now he could get a hundred hours of watching videos about sex trafficking, or up to a year in jail. Oh, it just keeps getting better. That's the max. I know, but still, it's happen. still fun that he's got to face it. It's just fun that there's going to be a time where maybe the orange jumpsuit and cleaning the freeway. Uh, hours and hours of watching videos of, of human trafficking in his suit with his chauffeur. That's the best part. They have to ask that chauffeur because uh, he was driven to this place. He oh. had a guy in on it. He didn't even drive himself to the Orchid Salon. He had a chauffeur with him who waited for him inside because he's like, I'll be back in a minute. And he, 15 minutes later, there he was with uh, you know the Aleutian Islands uh, represented on his khaki pants and let's go to Kansas City and watch the game. All I know is we stopped at a strip mall. <laughs> yeah, that's what he'll say because he's getting paid. But uh, the better part is that cop came out yesterday and said, 
on the uh, on one of the alleged incidents was in fact uh, the AFC Championship game. So he's alluding to the idea that we've got tape on this guy like uh, like five or six times. Oh, just Robert Kraft is going to just eat it, eat it, and I love it. I'm but, picturing uh, him with the uh, Patriot sweater on and the yeah. pennant flag rolling in there, <laughs> like Snoopy. Yeah, team. Be right back. Think anyone will recognize me? But yeah, so that's all you hear about nowadays in the news is everybody, uh, you know, sexually harassing people like crazy or human trafficking. We we have a an appetite for sex stories in America. We love it. This prude nation that constantly talks about how vulgar and disgusting and all oh, it's a but we all we do is hide and run sex into corners and then create these weird situations where guys can't control themselves and they're the pop tops off and there they are just throwing women down after you know 40 years of not doing anything wrong and i can't take it anymore we got to stop being so repressed what we need more of is topless stuff i think europe like you know tv and things like that Europe has, like, you know, a real lax attitude towards Billboards, that. Billboards. I don't think TV they've got as many sexual harassment problems. We've been saying this for years, yeah. though. I mean, it's never really I mean, happened, has it? No, it won't. We kept thinking it would happen. They thought porn and the Internet would start changing. No, it's made everybody a little bit more, you know, tightened up. Europe, they're like, oh, yeah, my husband has, like, nine girlfriends because that's what dudes do it could be also uh still a little behind on the repression part of it where the male dominated male dominated in I mean, europe too i mean that's been more male dominated that's what i'm saying else. that that some of those allegations or stuff the credibility is uh shot down yeah, or it's well, like i mean they still have it it's just not like we do we i mean every time you open a newspaper somebody's doing something some dude's losing his mind or some lady's Accusing a guy. You definitely of don't hear too much about um, teachers in school. No, they're just not as salacious about it. Maybe it happens, but they're like, "Well, it's sex. It's part of being human." I mean, the rape part's one thing, but you know, it seems like they can brush off a lot more than we can. We lose our minds over, you know, internet affairs. Oh my god! It's like people lose their corks over that stuff. They lose their mind over economics. Brexit, yeah, yeah, that's true. They do. Yeah, like they, they kind of lose their minds over money. Well, because they're tied to so much other stuff. They're all tied together. If we had Mexico and Canada and all the other things that screwing up our economy, we'd be paying attention to that more than we would boners. Yeah, we lose our we lose our minds over this stuff. Speaking of losing minds, I had something uh, interesting happen yesterday. Were you assaulted, Brady? Please tell me. Uh, no, I was walking the dogs yesterday evening and uh, do the same route basically along the green belt and. Then Coco and Kiva run with these other dogs. It's a fence line run. It's just right. power laps back and forth. Are the dogs inside the fence barking the entire time? No. Okay, good. No, they're just, what they do is they just run. Yeah, because then you're the jackass that I've got going on. And the, on. Guy, and the guy's there. Guy. And uh, we both, I mean, the only reason to do it is like, love it. They it's like anytime bring them over, they, right. they need to run because I'm not running. Uh, the guy says, my dogs need to run. Got it. I've never... Uh, I've seen him a couple of times, but on the way there, leaving, the guy goes, "How are your joints?" Huh? Like, oh, my joints are good. Oh man, I'm a, I'm a wreck. What happened? <laughs> well, this 5G tower they put back here. Oh jeez, has torn my joints up. And I, oh, yeah, are you no. talking about the electromagnetic? Yeah. Oh. You, you, you're okay though. He wants a class action go, lawsuit. Where, where do you live? Yeah, he's, he's just like he's a couple, grabbing uh, people. I'm yeah. a couple blocks down there. He's like. 
You're in the zone, man. I didn't know you got go, And I said, I'm okay. I wear the bionic band. You still wear that stupid thing? So and he goes, I'm familiar with that. But you know what? Uh, I got some rocks coming. I just uh, I just uh, read about them. Uh, I wear a necklace. He's going to start wearing crystals? But he goes, but yeah, my ankle is shot from this 5G. No kidding. So you got this big tower up in the hood. And I never heard that you. before. Yeah, I've heard either. that those fake tree ones have caused trouble, and that's why they won't put them in neighborhoods anymore. Like but now they're 5G. Well, they made people, kids get sick. Like yeah. they they got rheumatoid arthritis outbreaks in young people because those tree towers. Now it makes me look, uh, look at the 5G thing. He goes, you know, and not many of the uh, phones right now are on 5G. Yeah, and they hardly have any. You know why? Because they're, they're spying on us. That could be. They, they got a reason why they like can track down. This is an interesting this is good. I'm going I back. Hang, I would, I, I, can I come walk your dogs? Yeah. This is going to be good. Maybe I'll pop my early for Porkpopolis tomorrow. We'll walk the dogs next, right. to, next to that guy. You need to get in on those class action lawsuits. I'm all done with that hole. That's not moral. But, no, screw that. They put a big old wave tower nobody can understand, and everybody's getting paid but me because I got moral. Screw that. Yeah, I'm in. Lisa got something in the mail for me about when the, you know, when the market crashed, the housing market crashed. Heck, yeah, you had that condo. Yeah, and then I got 1000 bucks in the mail all of a sudden. I'm like, Damn wow. right. Class action lawsuit. Lisa's like, yeah, I filled out the form. Good job. Good. I thought I was involved in one that was pretty great. AT&T had a problem a few years ago. I mean, goddamn right. I've been a member of the whole... I've been happy as a clam. <laughs> but goddamn right. When that thing came out, it got me, too. Got me. Send it in, and I'm like, I am in on a class action lawsuit with the billion-dollar entity known as ATT. I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. I got, like, a check for 83 bucks. <laughs> Just so you know, I woke up this morning, and my, my ankle is hurting. Is it bad? Bit. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you know. It's not have worn the copper band. It's the 5G. It on. You can't coat yourself in copper. On that's, the record. That's not healthy either. So it is on the record here on the air that Brady's joints are starting to ache. I would start with your shoulders and elbows. Ankles and knees, somebody could. A doctor would say there's a reason. Yeah, and yeah, now you need medical backup. Go wrists. My left shoulder. No, your wrists, ankles, elbows, or uh, elbows and shoulders are the ones. Knees and go. toes. Yeah, don't go with knees and ankles. Knees and ankles are the ones. No wonder. My head, shoulders, knees, and toes. There you go. Don't really go with legs. Yeah. Everything above the waist hurts. Those joints are trouble. The other ones are holding up despite it all. That's the way to go there. You want to do that. But, yeah, well, good luck with you. I hope you and your neighborhood take down an entire uh, industry. I think that's great. Those towers can't be super safe. Remember when uh, cell phones first came out and they warned you not to put them between your legs? Yeah. Like, why? Oh, it's like radioactive waves. If they're touching you too long, they actually are constantly emitting something that's cancerous. We think. Plus, to we be don't honest, know. we just don't know. We don't know. That's I remember the commercial. Yeah. These, we don't know. But we know it, that you love the technology. We just aren't sure what's going to happen. We just Pretty gotta sure. wait for time. Yeah, well, they knew it was a, a bad ray. They knew the the original yeah, the original phones were bad, but they're like we don't know what it's going to do to you. We know it probably isn't good, but keep it away. But they did have that thing in California where they were putting the the, the you know the fake palm trees next to the real ones that don't yeah. sway when the wind blows, and they had uh, like an outbreak of RA for they young people. Gorgeous pine trees. Oh now. man, do they? Yeah, <laughs> and they put them in the midst of places that don't have pines, which I don't get. But yeah, so I've there was seen a couple. like some school where five or six kids ended up with rheumatoid arthritis, and they're like, "This isn't normal for young kids to get this in a cluster." Wonder if it's that giant phony palm tree that hovers above us and buzzes. I don't know. There's something really comforting about walking the dogs and hearing that nice hum above yeah. the power lines, <laughs> like a didgeridoo in your neighborhood, 24 hours a day. <laughs> and the wind blows, and you hear the metal clacking of the palm fronds. <laughs> So, yeah, it can't be great for us, but, you know, I mean, what else is floating around the air we don't know?
But it's good if you, can, if you can point it at, yeah, exactly. If you can point to it and say, that's the reason my feet hurt, good luck to you. I hope your check is large, my friend. Large! I wonder what they do. Like, they tell the, the landowner to sign papers and say, if it does cause a cancer cluster, it's not not our fault. Well, what's um will be interesting is, you know, a couple of houses down, the guy's got a bunch of, uh, it's the guy with the menagerie of uh, farm animals. They'll all start pigs. Getting, seeing, I'm growing heads and checking eyes. for tumors and yep, stuff. Tumors, teeth, eyes, and heads. Multiple heads. You're Aaron Brockovich. You know that, right? Yep. Just because you, you, you ran into that fella. Now it's now we'll it's, look into now it. it's it stirring. That's how it happened. You and Ed Massery have a case, my friend. A big one. Oh, uh, let's get on it. 606, let's get ourselves a wake-up song for Brady's uh, tumor-filled neighborhood. Let's try that. 585-9800. That's the number. Call us up. Tell us what you want to hear, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Thank you, Silence the Voice. It is uh, 624 in the morning sickness. And uh, email. I got an email, too, that said, I never liked the guy. I went to high school with him. The Bibby people, you know. Still, you can not like somebody. Everybody's, you know, everybody's got somebody they don't like. And we're getting stories. Yeah, now. yeah. You got one instead of dude worked at a, a L.A. Fitness. Uh-huh. He kicked and had to kick them out because they would take over the basketball courts, kick the kids off, and wouldn't pay their fees and eat now. See, and stuff. in fairness, I never did that. But in fairness, <laughs> I would go to the village and kick kids out of the racquetball court because that's how they tell you. Adults have adults uh, have priority. Yeah, and that's how it should be. Kids aren't paying to be there. That but if a, he wasn't paying his fees, then I guess that's he true. Really he's not either. Yeah. Well, that's LA Fitness's fault, right? Technically, if they're like, "Hey, you're free to do whatever," and you're just like a member, that's their fault for you know kissing the ass of some pseudo celebrity. So, this is alleged. You know, even if it isn't time. alleged, I kind of I kind of side with Bibby on that one because we used to do it when they're kids. When we'd play racquetball all the time at the village, we'd go and there's kids playing in the summer. Like you guys got to go. Only one particular time when it was uh, one of those camps. But even so, they I made accommodations. Yeah. Yeah. I booted them several times. Like, you kids can't be. And once they told me, it's like, look, if kids are there and just in there, adults get You still got to give us the course. Sure. Right. And that's fine. I can see that. And if LA Fitness is like, hey, you get a freebie, here's your membership card. You're still a member. Your fee was zero. <laughs> it is a little douchey for him to take it. Oh, really? I get free everything? Sweet. I'd be like, no, don't. Don't treat me any different than anybody else. It's like, it's LA Fitness. What is it, like 80 bucks? Come on. And eating the fast food on the machines is fairly gauche. <laughs> Even I don't do that. Yeah, Brady, Brady, I've been with Brady. He's had a, you've had a frosty, but I not on the, the machines. Down. Yeah, yeah. And in, a, in an appropriate place. You're not going to just throw it down on the old, you know, That's the why they have the machines. cafe over there. Yeah. Worked hard today. I deserve it. Yeah. I'm gonna know he's using this adductor thing. I'm just gonna put my hoagie and my soda here. <laughs> they got their protein bars. Yeah. Let's <laughs> put all my belongings on this machine that no one's currently using. Frosty's got protein. So Mike Bibby is uh, typical in that regard. But the one guy said that he called him racist for kicking him out, right? Yeah. So maybe, I don't, I don't know. know. We'll find that out. But that doesn't seem so bad to me. And it's just because you're, you know, and we're saying that he's never had a history of being, like, known as the biggest douchebag in the world. Like if uh, Terrell Suggs and Avante's perfect, you know, they've got a history. But if this happened to them, everybody would be like, they did it. Because I know cops in this town who say that they were uh, sort of hired and sort of encouraged by ASU officials to keep an eye on Vontae's when he went out. Because it seemed like every time he was somewhere, things went haywire. And they'd have to get him out of there before it got bad. And there were one cop that I talked to was like, look, there were two or three times I went 
where Vontaze was, and we got him out of there as the machine started to kind of fall apart. And we're like, you got to go. You got. And ASU knew where he was. They kept tabs because they knew this guy was trouble. I don't think Mike Bibby was that guy. So, you know, maybe he did it still. What's going on with him? But for the most part, I think it's kind of one of those. All right, we'll see. I think everybody's kind of got a we'll see with this one. It's healthy. I think that's a healthy thing. I don't think we should fight every time there's an accusation. Every, and it seems like that's what everybody wants to do. Uh, you know, you pick a side immediately. You know, there's some senators and stuff that are in trouble for the Jesse Smollett thing that, uh, you know, Barbara Boxer or whatever her name is in California went on and on and on about how terrible this is. John Legend is backed in a corner because he was so on one side of this. And now even yesterday he came out with a story that said, you know, it doesn't mean hate crimes don't happen. It's like, that's not the argument here. Can't we talk about this? You know, everybody's talking about don't throw these giant blankets over every story the wide swath of information it's like jesse smollett probably lied this entire time you sided with him yeah we know hate crimes happen that has nothing to do with this he took advantage of the fact that hate crimes happen and tried to benefit from it. you should not be on his side and you certainly shouldn't be finding the silver lining so i think it's good when a thing like mike bibby's case comes out and everybody kind of raises an eyebrow goes let's just wait Finally, maybe we're learning our lesson. Finally, we're all sitting back going, hold no. on. No, we won't. You're right, Brady. You're right. I'm giving too much credit to the masses. You're right. Again, I have to remind myself, the news needed to remind the viewers that the Grand Canyon isn't 100 years old. You're right. I'm, I'm giving too much credit to the people. Sorry about that. Let's get right to it. Did Mike Vivi do it or not? Make your decision now. Uh, the other thing I didn't, I meant to talk about and didn't uh, with the Robert Kraft thing down at the Orchid because I can't get enough of this story. Uh, did you see the pictures from inside? No. They released a ton of pictures from inside the facility that proved that the whores that were there were living there. The refrigerator was full. They had their clothes. Uh, all their belongings were in this back. Like Better Call Saul, they had this little room. They kept them in, a couple of beds, a couple of things. The fridge was filled with food for like they got room and board? people who lived there. Yeah. Doesn't seem as bad now, does it? Except for they were uh, slaves. That's, ex- that's exactly what they were, which is crazy. Uh, and it kind of turned a blind eye to the slavery side of this, but that's exactly what it was. They were living there uh, because they've been stolen from wherever they were. That wasn't the employee lounge? No. If you see it, you'd be like, wow. They're, they're lounging 24 hours a day. Everything about it, they're like, yeah, they're living here. And the cops have the records of, like, the girls never leave. Uh, they're here the whole time. They've got food. They've got, they're being fed. And they got a place to live. But they're, you know, it was slavery. It was a slavering. They weren't masseuses by any stretch. Well, hopefully they get the uh, the guys that are behind it. Oh, yeah, they're going to get know, the that's owners the and stuff. That's going to happen. But, but how one deep thing. does this go? Right. And think about that. Next time, let this be a, a lesson to you again, general public. And again, maybe I'm giving people too much credit. Sometimes you're just thinking it's a harmless hand job. But you might be embroiled in some crazy like place that's kidnapping people. And the hand job you're getting is from some slave woman that eventually you're on camera going, what? So after you get your handy, yeah. get her out of yeah. there. Kill her. No, because Eric, is that what you're saying? Uh, oh, I see. I Steal her. Oh, no, kid. I heard kill too. Yeah, I heard no. that too. Get rid of her is what Eric said. I say rescue her and bring her to uh, the police. Because back in the day, uh, the one that happened here was not a sex trafficking. You well, know, it was before that. She was that doing was... it out of the house. Oh, well, no, they had, they oh, had the places, mother. too. The mother well, was were, a side job. The, well, the crazy part was that 13-month investigation turned out that they were like, wow, how deep is this? They had facilities. They had homes. They had people going to your house, driven to your home. So it probably was sex trafficking. It was before they really started stealing people that we knew about. I guess we probably turned a blind eye to it 
for years. <laughs> yeah, I think the other one was just right out of the home. Well, because I remember the one that was this thing along 20 years ago when the cops did it for a year was about seven or eight different yeah. places. And then they had people doing it, you know, out, you know, street people and stuff like that, where it was like they were massages that would come to your house. And, but that's different. But, yeah, I mean, think about how, how, again, we talked about it the other day. It's a hand job. You do that to yourself. That is, it's you. You do those. Don't pay someone for a hand job. It doesn't seem worth it. All the stuff that can come with just to get jerked. I mean, I'm, what are you, 13? Like, hand jobs were important in, like, as your first step. Now, if a girl offers a hand job, it's almost like, please. So you recommend go all the way? If I recommend if you're going to get a hooker, minimum mouth. <laughs> minimum. I think, like, I think for most people, that is. Yeah, I know, but you I start have. mouth and then you hump them. You don't get a hand job. That's think of what you're putting on the line for a hand job. It's not worth it at all. You're in some sex trafficking ring. Please get a hand job out of it, and there's at least you get more than that, more than what you do at home when you're kind of bored. Robert Kraft could have saved, you know, the, uh, look, he could have saved the environment a little bit. He could have saved time, money. Uh, sex trafficking. Think of all the things he could have done if he'd have just sat in the bathroom for 15 minutes and done that himself. Just beat off. Have some pride and masturbate at home, for God's sake. I don't even know I would take anybody up on it. If a hot girl stood next to me and said, I will give you nothing more than a hand job for $50, I'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's really good at it. Well, I'm really good at it. I'll tell you that right now. She can't top me because I've had so much experience with this thing. It's ridiculous. She's going to be fumbling around with it a little bit at first. Like, look, let me let me show you what Johnny likes. This area here needs a thumb. Just get, and if you can underhand it a little bit, that'd be great. Spit in your hand. <laughs> I don't want to be coaching someone through it. I'm great at it. I've got it down. I'm not certainly not going to throw a Franklin in your direction afterwards. I can do this myself better than anyone can do it to me. I can do it. Now. Do I appreciate it when somebody starts there and I know it's going to go further? Absolutely. Somebody starts jerking it and wants to climb aboard, it's just a step in the right direction. But if that's all I'm getting, it is not worth being on TV, being having the, the news follow me around. It's, oh. the, it's the added extra to the uh, massage, you know, and it's the you're paying for the service. Right, but I don't want to massage that bad. That I wouldn't want to. Well, then I'll just do it myself during the massage or right after in the car with the with the chauffeur like Robert Kraft had. If it's a great massage, I'll do it in the car. We'd be, you'd be in the news. We'd all be in the news. Absolutely. Local radio personalities. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, sit there for a hand job. I got it for a hand job. Oh, it's so sad. Think of yourself on the news the next day like, oh, it, this just proves I can't do it myself. Like, I can't swing a chick without throwing $50 down. It might be good I was for the show. Larry it would be great for the show. I think it would be amazing for, like, <laughs> prostitution. We'd be like, hey, guys, sorry about that. Like, the next show would be hilarious. What were you thinking, man? I don't know. She just started doing it. Ratings and cops lost it in. Have you done it? And then that would be the, the story would be, have you done it before? It would be a constant. Like, it would be Toledo who gets it. Like, Toledo, seriously, how often have you been doing it? That was the first time. And the cops busted the door, and I'm like, no, it wasn't the first time. All right. But what if it was? No one, would, no, one, yeah, no one would ever believe that that Punch was your hard. first time in. Even if it was, there's a chance it was your first time and the cops broke it. But no one would ever believe you. It's so not worth it. Masturbate at home, alone, in a puddle of your own tears, like you've done for years. That's what a proud person does.
Even Larry won't go pay for a ham job. Uh, he won't. Uh, he wouldn't. It'd be too awkward. Too much interaction. Larry wouldn't pay for a hand job. Larry would go and pay for the whole shebang. Of course, he'd make her dinner and they'd watch The Abyss, but still. He'd try to date her for a night. That's what an escort does. Get some bagels. Brace handed me this. He would so. try and date her until he w- saw her Instagram. Oh, yeah. Her Instagram. <laughs> she's got like four guys that she's still involved with. You know, why would I do that? She's a prostitute, Larry. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, but still, I mean, shouldn't you keep that under wraps? Don't it mean anything? No. Uh, this comes out of Vegas. Brady hands me this and says a woman says she was trafficked in a Nevada brothel and she's filed a federal lawsuit Monday to end legal prostitution in Nevada. She's ruining it. That's big. Isn't that like the mo- like the the one in Nevada is the most regulated? Yeah. Like they take care of it because they've made it legal. And they have, like, eyes on it all the time, so it can't really get too seedy. At least in the, those places get investigated constantly because they have to have, like, a license to do it. Hell, didn't that dead bunny ranch owner win his election? Yeah. he Even dead, he won his... He's, he's a, a reputable businessman up there. Uh, Rebecca Charleston says the anti-trafficking... She's an anti-trafficking activist. Isn't everybody? Who's a pro-trafficking? Yeah. There isn't a group for that, is there? They just do it. Uh, she lives in Dallas now. Alleges that a twenty-eight page uh, in a twenty-eight page complaint that Nevada violates federal law allowing brothels to operate in rural counties. But she wants it stopped. She's creating is a... that the, the, yeah, that is the point of regulating it. And yeah. you should know that they're not being tracked. They're there because they want to be there. She said something needs to be done because of the fact that I was trafficked inside the brothel. I just have to stand up and say no more. Women are not public sexual property to be bought and sold. And she quit. She did. She was trafficked by two pimps from 1999 through 2009. Uh, for a short period, roughly four to eight weeks, she said one of her pimps had her work in the Dennis Hoff-owned Love Ranch, north uh, than the Moonlight Bunny Ranch brothels. I don't know. Is it? Because when I think traf- sex trafficking, I think they're kidnapping people. Yeah, drugging them, putting them on boats. Yeah, like yeah, forcing them. The to... whole taken thing. Yeah. Yeah, like the, you see the girl dancing all drugged up for some chic. That's what I think, too. Uh, she said she doesn't remember exactly when she worked in the brothels and hopes that uh, it's revealed in the course of the lawsuit, but she guesses it's probably 0405. She uh, said her pimps were never criminally prosecuted for trafficking her. Her suit alleges her pimps <laughs> sent her to the brothels in a form of punishment, hmm. not permitted to turn down a sex buyer. So now she's basically starting an HR department for prostitutes. That's essentially what I'm reading here. Her pimps weren't treating her fair at the workplace. Is it because, you know, were, were there drugs involved? In other words, of that whole... Of course there were. Yeah. That's why it's a blur. They're hookers. Yeah. Of course there's drugs involved. Here's my question. How did she get involved in prostitution? Yeah, where did it start? Because if you started yourself... Why couldn't you stop? If you You ran away... Look, if you did it to you... I guess this is my feeling on it initially. If you start hooking on your own and get mixed up in the world of prostitution and start getting bought and sold and pushed around, that's on you. If you do if it you yourself, get, yeah, if you get kidnapped, how they yeah, if you, you get kidnapped off a plane and like get you know drugged and sold to some guy in the Middle East and then sold to some place in Florida and whatever, and you're like, I've got no control over this, I'm a slave. That's the crime. But if you're a prostitute already, and then you get you know a bad a, pimp starts a, treating you poorly, that's your fault. So the the thing is, don't start prostituting yourself 
and you can avoid it easier. But if you are kidnapped, it's a different story. Like, if you're just some high school girl, the next thing you know, you're laying under the bed talking to Liam Neeson while your friend gets stolen. David Cassidy's daughter, by the way. Yeah, that, that's different. That, com- that To me, that's completely different. This lady wants to stop it because she's trying to retroactively erase her own life. Like she's trying to make right what she did wrong. Prostitution, she says, is inherently gender-based violence. There's no way to perform prostitution in a safe way. Sex work is a euphemism. Makes it sound like something it isn't. Uh, for some, it's the it's world's work. oldest profession for a reason. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm saying there's definitely a fine line to draw here. Not not every prostitute is trafficked. But trafficking's real. We learned it from, yeah, that's, the movie Taken made me realize, oh, that's what they do. I never really understood it. They steal people and, and force them into the life. And that's exactly what they're saying is happening down there. In that Florida massage parlor, is that these girls don't want to be there. They have to live there. They can't really talk. They're in a foreign land. That's the point of taking them somewhere they don't speak the language, because they can't tattle. They feed them. They put them in a house. They promise them some stuff. And, but this is what you got to do. You're in America. You got to jerk guys off now. I won't say who it was, but I was talking to someone the other day, and she said, "Well, isn't that the uh, like they were Chinese women? Aren't they mostly raised that way?" And I'm like, what do you what? mean? And she goes, you know, they're raised. The, uh, the majority of them are raised to be, uh, you know, to serve sex a man? slaves. And I'm like, yeah. holy Moses. That's not that's not even remotely close. Like, have you seen the cities in China with millions and millions of people? There's two billion of them. If you just split it down the middle, you're saying a billion women are jerking guys off for Quan. And then she just said, shut up. And the argument stopped. We wouldn't have a traffic I love problem. that argument. You shut up. Well, because I said, what kind of human being are you that you believe an entire continent is just like all women are forced to give handies for money? Well, that's how they're raised. I'm like, what kind of propaganda are you reading? What book did you read that made you shut up, she said. And then it was over and we started just eating. It was pretty funny. It was a great moment. But she realized what she'd said was crazy. They're raised to jerk men off. I mean, if that was true, don't you think like there'd be 40 flights from Sky Harbor to Beijing on a regular basis? Like. I'm going to where there's a billion women raised to jerk dudes off. I'm not staying here where it's a fight. No, it's, I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> they have an academy or something? Or a yeah, university? Right. sort of school. It's on top of a hill. Gordon Liu in the long, flowing. It's the next period after math. Yeah. That's why they're so good at math. They hate their next class. You get an A in the math or you stay an extra time. Oh, man. You do, it's funny how that story goes around because you do it from, um, like, Thailand and... Um, uh, Cuba, where I've heard guys say, oh, it's like an honor for them to, to do well, that. Right. Yeah. That's what Americans say. Yeah. Because we're looked at as people with money. They'll do anything they're for assholes. a couple bucks. They want to make you happy. They're poor. The poor ones come up to you and say, I've got nothing. And then we're like, well, I've got $5. They're like, I'll do anything for that $5. That's like a, that's a house here. So when we walk around thinking, well, I met one that jerked me off for a $5 bill. They're all that way. And then some guy t- comes back yep. with stories that the whole country does it. I went over to the house. They made me dinner. <laughs> they all do it. Yeah. Could you imagine, though, if there was a, like, if that was true, if China was just filled with women jerking guys off, that, that we wouldn't move to, Ch- like, we'd be the most forward-thinking nation ever. There'd be dudes floating over there regular. That's how it is there. 
they eat dogs, but they also like you can't you can't go five feet, can't swing a dead cat in China without getting beat off. What you doing this week, Bob? <laughs> oh, it's time to go to China. Back to Beijing. Las Vegas would go out of business. I don't care about gambling at all. I'm going to China again. It's a long flight, but it's worth it. Like sometimes you get Chinese girls on the plane, can't stop beating you off on the ride over. So the argument and ended. Again, I got sat next to a Chinese girl. Yeah, I know. The next thing you know, I, what are you doing? I raised this way. Oh, well, I'm not going to argue with your parents. Shopping at the grocery <laughs> store. I mean, this is how you were reared. Who am I to say your culture is incredibly wrong? <laughs> Kidding me? So when I kind of brought up the alternative point of view, uh, I was told to shut up, and then we just started eating bacon wrapped shrimp. <laughs> it was kind of a silly chat. Somebody trying to say that the, the, these women weren't really doing anything against their will down there at the old Bob Craft Orchid thing. And the best thing I've seen, like memes that are cutting out Bob Craft's uh, Twitter page. It says Robert Craft Official. And it's not really his, but they're making it look like it is. And it's a picture of Craft Massage Oil. My craft, it's like yeah, a bottle of ranch, but, yeah. it's, uh, but it says Craft Massage Oil. And then it says, please stop sending me this crap. But it's not really him, but it looks like it is, so it looks like he's angry about it. It's hilarious. And somebody else pointed out, wasn't Tom Brady tongue dancing with his son uh, during a massage? Like, so it's a, it's, it is the Patriot way. You come in, you get somebody underage against their will. You perform a minor sex act. They leave. That's exactly what Tom Brady did to his son after that weird two-minute French kiss he gave him. You want to play video games? <laughs> Come on over. You give Dad a little sugar. That wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. That's the Patriot way. <laughs> we like getting rubbed down. Mm-hmm. I wish you were Chinese. So, yeah, we're all kind of ignorant towards other, other countries and the way they do things but man if that if that was true we raise our readies to juke you all <laughs> two tickets to beijing please are there hand academies <laughs> <laughs> i graduated from the beijing hand academy i uh two ambidextrous she's ambidextrous my god she's going to be president of this nation every graduate i've met of that school <laughs> Has a 100% success rate. Yeah, they are just A's across the board. Who's the girl who fails out of that? <laughs> you clumsy! D minus! You brought shame on You bring a shame to family. <laughs> I try so hard, but it's so clumsy. She's in tears because she has too many calluses <laughs> on her hands. Look! From field work with ox. My hand's too small. That's what we picture her out there all day with the oxen. <laughs> yeah. Digging and then at night they're jerking everybody off. Because we don't know what China looks like. We just assume it's poor and messy. We're idiots. <laughs> A lot of us. We're so stupid in this country just looking. That's how they were raised. I don't think there's a nation on the planet that raises their women to jerk dudes off. Like, on the whole. Please. <laughs> like, there's a few people who do it. But. Please, John. As a Steeler fan, you have to know that it's impossible to masturbate with so many Super Bowl rings on. Yeah, well, it's, well, that's what the Patriots are saying. You try jerking off with six rings on. <laughs> I like the other meme that goes around that says uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger sitting there going, What did you pay for it for? Just take it. <laughs> oh, God. I was, <laughs> I was thinking... The other day, I'm like, all the rivals of the Steelers, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Steelers themselves all have, like, some terrible legal 
thing in the last 15 years that make you go, oof, this or is Or the awful. Colts in there. Didn't Marvin Harrison well, have well, something? He killed him in. And then their, their owner was it. But I'm saying like the rivals, the main, like the teams that I hate, and we've got we've got dirt on them to like throw the Browns are really the only ones that are like squeaky clean. <laughs> Browns oh, are doing Josh we, Gordon. But, well, yeah, yeah. But Josh Gordon. They just tried. To, I mean, they looked like they were just trying to help a guy out. Like if you look at it from their perspective, like look, we just want this guy to get better. He's got a lot of talent. So we all look at it like he wasn't committing crimes or anything off. He was just hurting himself. So, but when you look at it, everybody's like the Browns are trying to do it the Steelers way. The Ravens are a are a franchise everybody needs to copy. Uh, the Bengals have had great success under Marvin Lewis the last fifteen years outside of the playoffs. Uh, the Patriots, of course, have run their their thing for twenty years. The Browns are the ones who are probably doing it the right way, which is why they suck. Although they did have Johnny Mansell, so that's about equal. Well, they, they're right? not good at picking stuff up. He's a doucher. <laughs> They've been guilty of trying to just get douchers. We've to had play a couple well. of setbacks, yeah. but they haven't had anything like controversial or criminal. The, literally, if you're looking at a way a team should be run, as far as that perspective, uh, drafting was, Johnny Mansell was criminal. Okay, that could have been. <laughs> we all knew it then. Although I do remember people in this room going, he's pretty good, we'll see, because I was down on him from the jump. But the, uh, yeah, hey, look, the Browns, as far as managing a team, they've stayed out of the spotlight in every way you possibly can. Winning, being good, and crimes. Which is not possible, evidently, to be a good football team. You have to have, from owner down, rapes and domestic violence and hooking and drugs and all sorts of problems. John, I know you already know this from HBO, but my cousin is living on the streets in California hooking for drugs. We've tried, I don't know if you know her cousin. I didn't know that. We've tried to help her, but she keeps going back to it. Almost every one of those hookers do it for drugs, she says, so you are correct. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you get involved yourself, it's drugs. And that's why everybody's like, why don't we legalize prostitution? Because it's mostly drugs. It's mostly a drug. I mean, the big thing about prostitution is it does have a tie to drugs. So it's a, you know. It should be legal as far as that particular, but it's so tied to crime that you get, you know, you get make that hooked. You get, you get the other stuff when you arrest some prostitutes. It's not a, it's not a, a place where decent people hang. Wait a second, John. Doesn't Ronnie do nails? Mm. Doesn't she work with a bunch of Asian women? Uh. You think Brady that she's picked up any pointers? <laughs> she's not at a chop shop. Yeah, yeah, that she knows about. <laughs> right. They're not going to tell her. She's the legit one. I she's, bet you they have meetings. She's out of there. Okay, but I bet you when she was there, every morning, half hour before Ronnie got no to tell. work. No tell. No tell Ronnie. She are uh, cover. I busted. I did my own sting. Did you? That's it. How many Shutting times? Down. Yeah. How many times? Took you 13 Took months? Me, uh, it's uh, 12, 13 and years. And isn't it ironic that everybody in there jerked off except Ronnie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the way it's been for the whole time. She was not raised that way. She needed to hang out with those Chinese girls more. Anyway, it's a weird thing, but... If you're again, the message to the whole thing: if you're gonna take to both Bibby and Kraft, you can't pick them up and throw them down anymore. Yeah, that's not right. Bibby did that, and he's he, if he did it, he's in trouble. And if you're gonna get jerked off, do it yourself. It's not worth the hassle of losing it all or getting your reputation sullied over a hand job. Been doing hand jobs since I was eleven. It's not worth it. They're they're good, but they're not. You know, tummy puddles are easy to make for yourself. John, I'm married. Wife and I have a great sex life. Lots of fun. But I got to say, I don't mind an occasional $80 Asian hand job once in a while. I just can't imagine. (laughs) But think of the consequences of it. I, too, would agree to that if it weren't consequential. 
Right. If if an Asian girl so taboo, without the game law, hasn't changed. yeah. If there was no law or no like embarrassment after the fact, if some Asian girl's like, I'm going to give you a hand job every once in a while, like that's going to occur. We're going to have this relationship, you and I, and I give you a couple bucks and we'll move on. If it wasn't if it wasn't newsworthy or you know you can lose your job for it or whatever, it's then then maybe. But it, there's consequences involved in getting a hand job for cash that don't seem worth a hand job at all. Eighty bucks. I'll just use my half, left hand, and, and half goes to the house. Yeah, I'll take my eyes back, look in the mirror, and use my left hand. It'd be the same thing. Eighty dollars for a hand job with the—I mean, there's misdemeanor charges and fines. It just doesn't seem worth it to me. I'm curious, but I'm afraid. Like heroin. Totally curious what it does, but I'm never going to do it because the consequences are huge. But then you, you know, you've said it before, like when you turn 80 or 85. I'm throwing it like in it. my veins. Yeah, I'm 85. So Kraft's like, I'm 73. Could be. 77. Yeah, he's yeah 77. There, yeah. He's at that age. I suppose. But he had chicks all around him. That's the other thing. Again, we're going back to bad billionaire he just, he, 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 and if he's going to fly all the way to Florida, then you can fly somewhere else to find a uh, girl just to give you He could have gone to Kansas candy. City for a hand job. Yeah. He was going there Again, anyway. That might not have been his only location. That was, you know. Oh, I'm sure this wasn't his, like, let's pull over here in this yeah. strip mall and see what goes on. She jerked me off. You're not going to believe it. What a find on accident flying down to Jupiter just for a well, few Well, apparently hours. didn't have anything else between Boston and Kansas City because yeah, well, there's a lot of better spots to yeah. go. There's New York. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and Boston, where you were. What do you, just need some good weather? In the spring, I like to get jerked off when there's no chance of snow. Get around a golf in. <laughs> he couldn't even do that. He could play golf for four hours, get jerked off, and go to the AFC Championship game from Florida. That was a quick stop. It's just not worth it. It isn't. Again, I go back to, there's tons of stuff. Heroin, cocaine, all that stuff. I'm like, God, am I curious what that would do? I'm not going to do it. The consequences are larger than the payoff. The juice and squeeze situation. It's just not worth it. I mean, everybody's got to be a little curious about heroin. Everybody's got to like, why did people throw their lives away? What does that feel like? But I'm never going to do it. I guarantee it. Don't be such a pussy, John. You always sit here on this show and act like you're so moral and right. <laughs> Who's just moral do and it? right? I'm not saying I'm moral and right. I'd take a hand job if it was. I'm saying I'm scared. Oh, there it is. It's not morality that stops me from getting it's hand fair. jobs. I would love to get hand jobs for consequences aren't worth a hand job at all. Not moral and right at all. I'm susceptible to all that stuff. But I'll tell you this. I'm smarter than that. I want some cop banging down my door going, so you got a hand job. wisdom with fear. Exactly, exactly. You want it certified. I want it legit. Like, I don't want cops involved. If cops are involved at the end, it's not worth it. If there's potential for an arrest and some questions, and I have to someday sit in a room with police officers who are smiling, going, we listen to the show every day. I'm like, girl, yeah? Did you get hand jobs for money? Yes. If you're honest with us, there's less of a charge. Ah. Uh, then when the side of the 60 in an orange jumpsuit picking up garbage because I couldn't jerk myself off Damn once. Damn it. Might be worth 100 hours. <laughs> no, it's not. That's my point. There hasn't been one time I've beat off since age 11 that I'm like, man, that was worth jail. That was worth a full-out misdemeanor. 
Is it funny to tell your friend? And your dad from the massage parlor got away with Sure, it's great. Consequences. If they remove the consequences, I'd probably be laying there every day. But it's just not worth it. It's just not. There's plenty of things that you can do that are stupid, but that ain't one. Now, if it was some sort of a thing that only she does, like this girl's got two vaginas or something like that, and you got to see it, like, oh, boy, 50 bucks. And like, okay. What are the odds I get caught? It's terrible. We'll just stop. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? Big up song brought to you by ELOteam.com. Congrats to Don and Melissa. Got them a home out there in the East Valley. Very happy yesterday. So ELOteam.com, if you want to get helped out and Find the house of your dreams. Uh, we got Volbeat up here, The Devil's Bleeding Crown, Mastodon, Sultan's Curse, Parkway Drive, The Void, Mudvayne, Dolboy. Where did Don and Melissa live? Uh, they're far, far East Valley. They went way out there. Yeah. Get but away. they got a nice little house. Sure. Away Beautiful from the riffraff? The did they want to be out? In, yeah. They wanted to be far away from Not all Not too this. far from the highway there. Yeah. They could get to the Ren Fair really fast oh. if they wanted to. Oh, they're that far out? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, keep your eyes uh Southeast, Don and Melissa, because those Renfair gypsies are about done. Oh, yeah. You don't want them leaking out on you. Oh, best moment in the Hubbard building history. It's only a three-year-old building. But last Friday, I was walking over there to get some soda out of the fridge, and I looked down. We have this like kind of catwalk that goes over the lobby. And I looked down, and I see, um, I think it's the king of the Renfair, and then some lady and all gowned out Renfair gear, and her hat was off laying there. Dude's... Like, worst posture ever, sitting in one of our chairs, waiting to get called to whatever station is forced to put them on. And uh, <laughs> and he's on his iPhone, because he's in character. He's on his iPhone, and he's in the full gear, and he's laying there. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. What station is doing so poorly in this building that they are forced to, to have the characters from Gypsy Renfair come on and play pretend that the Renaissance has moved in? And the answer is? KDKB. So I went down there, and I'm like, hey, you guys had to do the rent for Like, no, it was a mistake. It was an accident. Uh, they just showed up, miscommunication. I'm like, oh, because it brought back memories of when I worked at The Zone, and I was forced to interview the king. And how I made the, it, how that, that interview fun go? interview? First off, I said, I won't do this on the air. I was sitting with the general sales manager and the salesperson. I was brand new. I was doing this job for four months, and I'm like, but I know better than this. I can't interview the Renfair gypsies. And they're like, the king wants to be on. It's great. It's a good client. I'm, I'm sure they're a great client, but let him run commercials. That they the don't king need. wants to be on. He, he will to, be on. Yeah, that's what yes. I said. So I was like, he's not really a king. You guys have to stop saying that. Well, the king wants to be on. I'm like, seriously, this is a stupid discussion if you're going to start every sentence with that. <laughs> Paige, I believe, was the... Uh, yeah? And she's there. She was she, buying into it. Well, she was the sales girl, and she goes, look, it's great content for your show. And I'm like... What do you know from great contact sales lady? Shut up. And when we started going back and forth, and like, all right. I said, what I'll do is tape the interview. And uh, he'll think it's being live, but it's not. And then anything out of it, I'm allowed to do or to cut this up as any way I want. They're like, that's fine. King's on there. He would not break character. And we're off the air. And I kept like, what do you do normally? I'm king. I'm like, oh, come on. What do you do normally? Well, when I'm not king, you mean? Well, that never goes away. Why, I... I rule over the entire kingdom. And I'm like, what do you do as a human being when you're not the king of gypsy ways? And he goes, what, what are you telling me that you don't believe? I'm like, stop, enough. And then we stopped talking for a little bit, got kind of awkward. And then he said, uh, I drive trucks, man. <laughs> like, that is awesome. <laughs> We're not allowed to break character. I thought it was supposed to be. We're not even on the mics, man. We're no you're not fooling me. I know that there's no monarchy. <laughs> 
You broke him down. I broke him down into to, to his gypsy lifestyle. And then he goes, well, sometimes I go to other rent fairs. Like, you know, I go up to Vegas. I hit Las Cruces. And then, like, every city in America's got one. Yeah, they tour. But once I broke him out of, like, you're not really the king. But you let Captain Wazoo come on every year. Yeah, and and talk uh, to, like a pirate. To day. point and look at him and go, look at this nutball. He's great entertainment. Awesome. Captain Wazoo's a good man. That's rare. Captain Wazoo is not, you know. And, and if you ask Captain Wazoo, what do you do normal? I, when I'm not a pirate, I'm uh, in accounting. <laughs> like, he'll tell you, like, he's a human being, too. These guys wouldn't get into it. So I laughed hysterically at the fact that the, somebody had to interview a fair maiden. And the first question I would have is, how can you allow the black people to do so much in the rent fair? What is it that you mean? Oh, back then, you guys would have had them in stock. You would have been beating the tar out of them. Let's get authentic here. How come I've never seen anyone in the streets at your rent fair? Oh, well. Carry, uh, carrying around the limbs of the yeah. soldiers you vanquished. You know what I noticed last time I was there? A medical tent. They do have carts, like, for people that were dying of the plague. Do they really? Yeah. No, and then oh, they'll have the right they the authentic plague. Yeah. Load them up. Load them up. And there's like a black guy there that's like, he's like the Walmart greeter. Yeah, he greets you at the door. Like, every time I go to the rent fair, I go, you need to run, brother. <laughs> he's on all their flyers and everything. Who in the world, as a black man, says, oh, let's recreate the 1500s. I'm in. Great idea. It was a terrible time. Of disease. Hey, I watched Robin Hood uh, with Morgan oh. Freeman. He was, yeah. he was yeah. fine. He got around. Okay. They were so sick with whatever disease and fever they had, their accents changed from scene to scene. He <laughs> was one of the Moors. Yeah. yeah. Morgan Freeman was, uh, yeah. I don't think going back in time is a great idea for any person of color at all. <laughs> and you see them like, huzzah, welcome. I'm like, nope. <laughs> this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> You're fooling yourself, man. You're fooling. You shouldn't even like this period of time. You should still be angry. I'm not over it. How are you? It's a terrible time. Do you know what turkey legs really were? The starving soldiers would kill the Turkish and eat their bodies. That's why the bones were so big. There's no such turkey with a leg that size. Went around. <laughs> it weren't there. Who's ever had a femur-sized turkey leg? Come it's on. the legs of the giant turkeys of the 1500s. No, it's the Turkish soldiers. That's why they had big bone foods. They were oh, eating people. Ancient Roman I'd never heard all that over that. That's true. Birds. What, what turkey leg is that big? Back then, before oh, yeah, steroids no, and but stuff, I didn't know it was, uh, was people. Turkish people. soldiers. I they, had they walked around with the, the bones of Turkish soldiers. And, and hogs and just them. had the leg. They were, they were oh. doing anything they could for meat. John, please explain to me how the Renfair people are any worse than Captain Wazoo. Who you well, that's what he said. Captain Wazoo no, is, 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 is Jesus Christ. Pay attention. Because <laughs> he is a one-time goof who will talk to you as a human being as well. He's a character. He's not living the lifestyle for a month at a time. And he'll break it. It's the same as having, like, Rowdy Roddy Piper in. When he was a person. They have, they have if, fun with he, that. Had he gone on and on and on as Rowdy Roddy, we'd be like, he doesn't have it. He's this is this is a shtick. Yeah, characters are fine. Lifestyles are a little weird. And Wazoo is so weird, it's not a normal thing. Plus he's not charging. If Wazoo charged a fifteen bucks stack like a jackass in front of you, I'd be making fun of him too. You can drop some money at the fair. Oh yeah. It, sure. It'll cost you money. And I want more authenticity. I want dead bodies. I want lesions. Well they they uh slavery. They do go I mean, people Brady. that dress, the regulars that come in there, but the people that work there, I think, try to keep it pretty uh, to date and 
Really? You know, the, the outfits. They, yeah, they're today, pretty, they're what pretty part, into What it. part? When they're serving me Pepsi? When the black guy greets me? When they have facilities and bathrooms? What part are you wanting? Is that awesome? Maybe his outfit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's as authentic as Gene Simmons' chainmail. The food joints are it's sweet. It's all plastic and rubber. It's, it's foam. And Michelangelo's pizza. Oh, well, yeah. There you go. That's what I'm talking. Got Kalen a little slice Let's of pizza. Not fool ourselves into thinking it's authentic. It's silly fun. Those chipsies. Oh. Michelangelo's pizza, by the way, look like a tombstone out of the uh, oh, did freezer. It? it was the crusty store. ones. Well, they didn't have cooking materials back in the 1500s, you see. That's my only real beef with it, is they try to act like it's just like going back in time. Would you like a Pepsi? Stop it. Got an email. What about Captain Wazoo? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've heard, I've heard in the past. What about Captain Wazoo? If you can't see the difference between that singular jackass and an entire industry of jackassery. So you want the uh, the sewer and the, the whole pot's... You know, Gardaloo. Oh, yeah, yeah. All that. Well, know, yeah. Make, it, make it authentic. Yeah. Captain Wazoo has basically come up with this thing so he can go drink in bars and act like an idiot. I think he gets it. laid from it. I do, too. I absolutely do. I'm positive he's got ladies that are like, this guy's got something here. He's crazy. I, he always talking about his ship. I, I imagine him actually cleaning like half a ship that yeah. just docked somewhere. Well, it's just 13 other dudes who couldn't get just laid before they dressed like garage. that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe something like that. <laughs> well, it's fun to watch him. It's a couple of refrigerator boxes. Yeah. It is Hardboard. fun to watch Wazoo. And basically, I mean, in all honesty, remember we met him for dinner with Schmucks. Schmucks, yeah. We were, we were making fun of him as much yeah. as we are anything else. And we're making fun of the entire thing, just like the Renfair, except for he's tolerable. That's the difference. And it's funny to watch him get into that Honda Accord when he leaves, dressed up as a pirate, <laughs> which is his ship of choice. And to go sell the insurance. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good man. I love the guy. He's great. His name is Sean, is it not? I think so. Yeah. Sean the Pirate is not a movie people would see. Uh, let's go. Which what are we, we picking? Want? I don't know. Let's go with, uh, I don't know, whatever's easiest. Um, let's do the Void Parkway Drive. All right, Doc. You fast. Here Concert Psyching Rock. Parkway Drive. It's a cool song. The Void is great. But yeah, and people wanted you to storm the castle again. On, you know, we used to do it in prison. So we did it. We it was once, a we, decade of storming you know, Once the we busted through. I finally got there. I got we, to the king. Yeah, and they really didn't. Nothing happened. There's a couple of fun dashes, though. Yeah, a couple of years of them kicking you out, moving you on, knocking you The one you year down. you made it all the way to the king, they didn't do anything. Yeah. The one year we got there, they finally understood. Well, yeah, I had to free press. Them. Yeah. Yeah, you gave in. You actually caved. Yeah, I, the Gypsy I, King. I quit. <laughs> yeah, it was enough. I got in. But for years, VIP security stood outside and kept Eric from even trying to get into the room. Oh, it, it was serious, man. Yeah, they meant that it. Was a real the walkie-talkies. When he and, was coming. Yeah, yeah, they would call us and say, please don't do that anymore. It's like, why? It's great publicity for you guys. And then it seems like after I stopped, they caught on a little bit, and now they give us, like, free tickets. Yeah, they're, they're like, well, we love when you used to do this. Now they want you to, want Remember how to do fun it again. That was? They're like a woman. <laughs> I courted you for years. You seem not interested. The second I stopped playing along, you're like, hey, what happened? Yeah, I was like, well, are you kidding? You used to come harass me all the time, and now you don't come by my desk anymore. You guys were kind of assholes yeah. most of the years. You, like... you told HR that I was bothering you. <laughs> well, yeah, but I like the attention. You were here bipolar renaissance fair. Yeah. Anyway, pretty great. <laughs> and a bigger difference between Wazoo and the Ren Fair is... I'm not forced to have Wazoo on. 
Wazoo doesn't say I'll take your rent payment away if you don't talk to me. He's invited. He's invited. <laughs> John, when I was on parole, Uh-oh. they made me work at the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> I had to work in the kitchen preparing the turkey Perfect. legs. This is what I've been talking about the at whole time. First, they thought I was just fun because I just kept yelling about <laughs> the turkeys being witches. But after a while, they started realizing I was making fun of the whole Renaissance yeah. Fair, and they made oh, me like leave. That. That's great. That was a, that's that was where they get all their employees. Punishment? <laughs> For guys on parole. And instead of a halfway house, they just live out there yeah. at the rent. You got a month out of yeah. the, the other ones. Go to the kitchen. That's a good program. That is brilliant. Genius. I like that more than anything I've ever said about the rent fair. That'll that'll uh, learn you coming oh, out of the yeah. <laughs> oh, system. That's I'm tough love. Straightening up and flying right now. You thought cleaning the freeway in 110 degrees was hard. <laughs> Try being Dead Bob's assistant. <laughs> uh, people told me that too. That Dead Bob, man, that is one of the funniest shows you'll ever go see. The dude walked around with a puppet and asked for money for 14 or 15 minutes. Until they finally put him on the payroll. No, his, his stage no, he show. He still asks for money. His no, stage he show. He walks yeah, through I thought, the crowd. Some of those guys get a tip on the... bucket. The tip bucket is part of the puppet, and he walks through oh, the yeah, crowd yeah. asking for money in the crowd of the show that went to see him. Like That's, this guy's just kind of like Ed DeBevix of yeah, in, yeah. at the Ren Fair. <laughs> just yells at you to pay him. Yeah, pay me, and then he won't go away until you give him a buck. I'm like, what? That's like a thousand dollars in Renaissance money. Here's a penny. This should go like miles for you. $1,000. We're keeping it authentic here. You get tipped one red cent. Weirdo. Anyway, let's do it. You got Parkway Drive yep. loaded up and ready to go. It's the void. Parkway Drive's going to be here April 20th at our big U-Fest. Uh, it's going to be a great show with uh, Kill Switch and Limp Biscuit. Parkway Drive. Dude. More uh, to come show. at some point. Still more to come. I got a couple people on the back just trying to organize a schedule. Brady. No, 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 that's not POD. Yeah, we added POD. And oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, right? oh, right. I thought that wasn't official. Yeah, I thought it wasn't it's official. It's on. Okay. Beaver 333 is where well. right. I, I, I hadn't heard the official. With the I thought POD. Randall was having a stroke for yes. a minute. She's going off the post. I just I know the ones that are on there that we don't have yet. I thought POD was still on. Very good. There's POD, too. They add them quietly. Put it on the poster, and then they just switch the poster. It's the exact same thing, right? Really small. Uh, here you go. It's a little Parkway Drive for you. It's Concert Second Rockets 98. Go. It's Ozzy right there barking at the moon at 728. There were reports Ozzy was on the edge there. He was about gone, and so far so good that he's uh, hanging around, which is good news. Show's uh, still on, apparently, yeah, for here. His mid-July show, hanging tight. So uh, keep it together, Ozzy. Started to go down. We got some phone calls from some very reputable people on tour with him saying this might be it. The flu might take him down. Ooh, that was a good one. You all right there? That was good. I had a huge bird. I kept it classy. Uh, it's time for the Brady Report. Brady uh, gives you all the news that only he knows, and it's brought to you by Hooters. Uh, March Madness right around the corner. You can get your wings from Hooters uh, at Hooters if you want, or you can get them to go. Check it out. When you go down to Hooters, go to HootersArizona.com. They bring you the Brady Report. Brady Report it. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Bye. A couple of Wednesday morning fun facts. Pretty Woman was originally going to be called 3000 That's how much money he paid for the week. Yep. All the alien drool in the movie, aliens. Oh, I thought in Pretty Woman. It's KY Jelly. Mmm. It's illegal in Indiana to catch fish using dynamite guns or your bare hands. Yeah. Noodle. 
Well, they had a major problem with that for a while up there. Uh, Growing up in the region at Cedar Lake, there were a lot of dudes going in there with little sticks of dynamite, popping some fish. Then, for no reason in the 80s, all the fish died anyway. And then in the 90s, that happened again. They were scared. And they said, wow, something's going on in that water. This is a God's honest truth. My grandparents lived right up the street from this. They said, something's going on in that water. We need to check it out. There's a good chance we should check the bottom of this lake for And then all of a sudden, some people from Chicago showed up and said, don't look in the lake. <laughs> if Why? you know what's good for don't you. Don't look in the lake. The lake's fine. Put in some chlorine or something. And then suddenly the problem was over. And then a lake down the road called Lake Dale, all those fish started dying. Don't look in that lake neither. The boathouse on Cedar Lake used to uh, belong to Al Capone. Cedar Lake was kind of a hiding spot. Pretty great. But they'd they'd show up every time somebody would got a problem in the lake, the fish are dying. And those fish would come washing up on the little beach. They've got a restaurant there now. Oh, and that's where the. smelled horrible. the houses still today have uh, those exits underneath there. Some do. Cedar Lake. Some have a few. Cedar Lake's got Cedar Lake's kind of changed. The last time I was there, I'm like, oh, okay, they're trying to. They got condos on the lake now and stuff. They've been allowed to build. The mobsters never let their kids swim in that lake. No. Well, you might get some fingers touching your toes, Tommy. You don't want to be in that water. Why would fingers touch my toes, Dad? Because you remember your uncle, uh, Fat Tony. He's <laughs> down under there. His hands are probably floating around. His fingers are touching you. You don't need to be in no lake. We got a pool. At the drag races, we talked to a guy from the wildlife and fish, and he'd go around and stun the uh, fish and count them. Yeah, he works for the game. Oh, he works for the Arizona Game and Fish, and he said sometimes you got to go make sure the fish are doing all right. So they have a a slight electric probe. They stick it in the water. All the fish go for a second. They float up. He grabs them, tags them, uh, puts little trackers on them, makes sure they're okay, puts them back, and a few minutes later, the fish are like, what the f*** just happened? I was there. Todd, were you there? I was. Oh, my God, a talking fish. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, they buzz them, and then however many are in the area just come a-bobbing up. like <laughs> They're stunned. And then he scoops them. He told us this story. Yeah, I'm like, you don't kill them. Count them. They don't die. So we count them, kind of get an idea of, like, you know, how the population's going. We tag them, make sure everything's don't good. they have to be kind of quick on that? Very. But in I, the area, they use the little... Uh, uh, radar to detect, or whatever, the sonar yeah, the thing. sonar thing. There's a bunch of them here. I want to know how many times the trial with the machine. All right, put this thing in. He got himself. Oh, no, no, no. We killed all of them. All right, we got to turn this down a little bit, take it back to the lab. There had Oops. to be like 15 tests before they realized they were just stunning the fish. And I forget which lake, was, whether it was uh, Saguaro. He said Saguaro. Was okay, 64-pound cat. Is that right? Yeah, he, he, he said the up? biggest he's gotten was 32, and he goes, last week, uh, one of the other guys were out. 64? That's uncatchable. Nobody's using a big enough line to pull that up. You need twine. You need that buzzer. <laughs> you need to electrode those. That would be pretty neat, though, because he's coming from the bottom. So you're catching all these little bass and bluegill and stuff, and you're marking them, and then all of a sudden, like a minute and a half later, this giant body hits the surface. Like a sub. Holy Moses. Oh, this, you got video of it? The trout in the holding tank. So monitoring can continue throughout the year on a waterway they, so they many people well, keep their eye scooping. on. Oh, Protecting they're, they're the cutthroat and uh, Those fish aren't the together. fishery. I mean, certainly it's <laughs> little uh, everyone in Idaho. In Swan Valley, Chris Milgate, East Idaho News. Thanks, Chris.
They did a story in East Idaho about men with nets. <laughs> Stunning fish. They stun the fish and then they scoop them up. That's East Idaho. That's our entire newscast. The last fun fact, it's bad etiquette to eat a hot dog in more than five bites. That's according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Really? They've got an etiquette department? Yep. The hot dog people? Yeah, because, you know, the highfalutin hot dog communities. I'm sure in the Hamptons this week, in big hot dog parties. Like this hot dog, Mr. Rockefeller. Of course I would. Wouldn't be a highfalutin party without hot dogs. Caviar, hot dog. A new study by the porn site X Hamster found that the more porn you watch, the more likely you are to be bisexual. No kidding. Uh oh. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I had a dream I got pegged the other night. Three out of four of us are bisexual in this room. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't scare me. Like and I, wo- and I woke John's up putting a butt plug in in a couple <laughs> weeks. Look, whatever. That makes you bisexual. Uh oh. Just makes you open minded. There's the buzzer into the water. The electric field they produce does not kill the fish, but temporarily stuns Here those that swim within top. six to eight feet What's of the booms. What's happening? That's a nice bass. The fish scooped up in nets Why? and placed in a live well. They put them in a garbage can. The electricity's can. effect on the fish are typically minimal. Typically. Several factors contribute yeah. to how we long the fish like remains stunned, including the size yeah. of the fish. <laughs> they need, the species, ah! they need the helmets afterwards. And how easily the electricity... Uh, hey, guys. What's up? Hey, Brandy. Do you guys get that uh, feeling that uh, something is uh, out there? What are you talking about, Randy? I don't know. I think I've been uh, taken by aliens. I can't feel my tongue. Wouldn't that be great? This is what happens to fish when, like, the alien ship comes. <laughs> then, uh, then they probe me? He's the crazy fish. They probe me in a... Uh, I was just swimming along. I just felt the shock. And the next thing you know, I woke up in a uh, ship. And they was probing me. Can't live near microwave towers. <laughs> and, uh, and I got this thing in my arm. Yeah, yeah, whatever, Randy. Randy's crazy. I'm not kidding, guys. Uh, they're, they're out there. Conspiracy guy. They don't know about humans. We're their aliens. Every once in a while, they follow a light. They're on a ship. They get probed. They're back in the water. Stay away from Randy. Maybe that happens. Maybe the aliens go down to Alabama and just shock us. <laughs> next thing you know, you got a thing in your ass and you're back. But back to that pegging uh, dream, I woke up, and like, normally I'd be, like, horrified. And I was like, that seemed kind of great. I don't think I'm up for it. I'd have to be pretty drunk. We've got a miracle baby story. Back in August, a woman in Tokyo had an emergency C-section. At just 24 weeks, gave birth to a baby boy who weighed... 100 pounds. Nine and a half Uh, ounces. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> if I was a doctor, if I was the father, I think I'd start laughing. I'm like, you got to be kidding Over the course of the past several minnow. months, he managed to pack on 12 times his birth weight. He just went home. Was that four pounds? At seven pounds, two wow. ounces. He was born at nine and a half ounces. Which is the smallest right. uh, to date. The, the smallest girl who's ever survived was 8.89 ounces. Man. She was born in Germany in 2015. That's less. That's about what's left in this can of Diet Dr Pepper. So far, mm, that's overall, good ounces. Twenty-three babies worldwide <laughs> weighed under three hundred grams or ten, uh, eleven ounces, have ever survived. Man, 
Here's What's a, picture. a pound? A pound is 16? Yep. Here's a picture of the 10-ouncer right there. That's good doctrine right there. Oh, oh brought to you by the Catholic News Service. What? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Propaganda. Yeah. They can live once they're about an ounce and a half. A little over a teaspoon of baby can we make got it. Him. <laughs> He's fixing a teaspoon. It's... Bring you to him in a ladle. Yeah, here you are. He's your child. I suggest naming it quick. This lady wrote into uh, Daniel Mallory Oatberg. He's a columnist in a newspaper, and said, "I got a question for you. I've uh, been taking my kid to a daycare, and..." Um, it started out pretty good, and uh, I don't breastfeed because I'm not able to, so I have them on formula or have the baby right. formula. And uh, everything was fine until one day I go to pick her up a couple of months into it at this daycare center, and the ladies, I go to do the checkout process, and the lady says, hang on, tries to delay me. And I, I go through there, go into the room. That's when I open the door. Drunk and babies. The, no, the one lady running the daycare is breastfeeding my child. All right. Hand that rocks the cradle. What? Was she hot? Should I say something to the parent company about this? <laughs> He's Rebecca like, DeMornay. yes, that's oh, the first man. thing. When she did that, that's... And she marched over. She said, mm. took the baby from her arms and asked her, are you crazy? The provider then said, I'm saving my baby's life from the chemicals. Oh, and the pump. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What ifs? I like the uh, photos they use for an example of... Oh, so that is a ski slope <laughs> breast. Wonderful Aryan little child. Did Look you at, say that was hot in hand that oh rocks man, like right? Was that hot? I was in the theater half hard. That was so what? Hot. Well, because she the way she pulls it out like it's got weight. And she's got to like lump it up, and then all of a sudden just let that baby latched on. It was a fake baby, so it was okay. Look at this picture. The picture they used for breastfeeding. The baby's looking up at mom in the eyes, like just like you want in porn. <laughs> Not with babies though. Yeah, is that a reenactment? I don't know. <laughs> Glad you clarified. Yeah, I had to clear that up. People, people call over the stupidest things. Yeah, I mean, they didn't uh, actually get photos, right? No, no, no. They did. We had to get a couple actors. <laughs> this lady got a... Uh, How do you even know you had a nine-ounce baby? Like, I've given I mean, birth to nine you, ounces of mean, stuff before. Right. When full-term babies yeah. are just surprises to people as right. well. Right. Yeah. Full-term is like those pregnant and didn't know yeah. it shows. You're like, oh, my God. She's like, she's standing in the elevator, and all of a sudden her pantyhose started to fall off. Prom night dumpster baby. Right. But how do you know you had a nine-ounce anything? That'd just be like a huge period. <laughs> now, I mean, think about nine ounces of anything coming out. You're like, ooh, that was uncomfortable, but I'm going to throw it out. You wouldn't even look, really. Which I guess you would if you look at it. Uh, Twenty-four. One of those ounces. small, the small Coke cans, or the those are eight. That's ounces. about eight. If you poured that into your, you wouldn't think it's anything. That could come out of you. Nine ounce baby. I mean, she had labor pains and stuff. I can't even imagine she knew it happened. Like imagine. You know, there had to be other complications. Look at that. Yeah. I should go to the doctor like ASAP. That's pretty amazing. Chalk one up for the religious people. That's, that's that abortion argument coming back. It's nine ounces and it lived. Oof, well, there you go. This woman in Tennessee got a $100 fine from her HOA at her condo complex last month, last month because her car accidentally left a penis-shaped outline in the snow. She parked her Honda in sight overnight, and there's light snow, and the next morning she drove away. 
There's a picture of what it left. Um, she says, I'm not paying this. Threatened to uh, refuse to pay the fine and threatened legal action. The person that should the be HOA fined. didn't apologize because being an HOA, yeah, they, don't, they want their you money. Have to say, sorry. But the person that should be fined is the one who saw the car outline and thought it was a dick. Yep. They're the dirty one. Oh, come Pretty on. Pretty solid. That <laughs> does look dickish. It also looks like the Snapchat logo. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I have to relook at that. But I think I know what you're talking about. Is that a top of a dick? The Snapchat thing? Uh, it's a ghost, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and then like a ghost. I guess it could be a dick ghost. I'm not much on the on the socials, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I saw. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I can see it. Looks like a nine ounce baby. <laughs> so it could be a, it could be all those. Yeah, things. all yeah. those things. <laughs> You'd be a nine-ounce dick, baby. Yep. Hmm. It also looks like uh, most of your son's towels. Uh, I can't splats. confirm that yeah, yeah, you know visually, <laughs> but I assume oh, yeah. that's what's yeah. going on. You've yeah. seen it. Not his. But. I haven't seen it. Smelt it. We'll get I you a black light. Going on. Yeah. Oh, no. Let's get a black light and just no, do it. Hey, Brady, you. go to uh, Toledo's house with your gram. You're big on the gram. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And go over there and blacklight Toledo's kid's room. I've yeah. still got that scorpion light. I don't, I'm, do it. Oh. Blacklight the boy's room for us on the video. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Oh, that's gold. You'll blow up Brady's Instagram. <laughs> I might have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. We're going to shut the lights down. Blue light the gram style. He did uh, on National Protein Day. Yeah. There it is. He did yeah. seem to have an emergency last night. Laundry. I don't know if he was out of clothes or if. What does that mean? He did it himself. Know. Yeah, you know it's yeah, bad. Yeah, if he yeah, did yeah, it he himself. Did it I don't know. What do you mean? In a, a laundry emergency. So well, like out of nowhere. Like, hey, I'm, I low, do some I'm low on clothes. He hastily did laundry. Oh, yeah, hastily yeah. did laundry. You know what that means? Covered yeah, yeah. in nine ounce babies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kid his age is doing laundry on their own. Oh no. Unless there was an issue. Joys of teenage son. This guy says my gallstone was three pounds. Shut up. <laughs> He's a nine-ounce baby. I wouldn't even notice. So I named him Gibraltar. <laughs> nine-ounce baby. I'm just kind of confused how she had it. She had to already be in the hospital, right? Because you can't have a nine-ounce baby in the kitchen and get it to an ambulance and to the doctor fast enough to let it live. Oh, yeah. She was in the hospital. Yeah, she was already there. And it just fell out. She probably was complaining like stomach cramps and stuff. And then now she's got a kid. Here's a few questions. Yeah, he's asked for last month. That's okay. You can stumble over that. And then the other two are very curious about you. Was it Megan that pegged you, or it was a woman, but it was a gray-faced, like, you know when your dreams are, you can't really identify anybody? Ah. Yeah. It was Trip. last one says you Could have been. It was a woman. I know it was a woman. She was a darker woman, too. I, I believe she may woman. have been a POC. It could have been a hauntus ghost. Oh, it could have been. It could have been, <laughs> could have been an Indian lady. Don't tell your old friend. It could have been that. Goes to Hauntus. <laughs> <laughs> I had an Indian woman doing it. There's a possibility that's it, Brady. Yeah, you get them hot Indians and they do all sorts of... Well, maybe that's why, because I've been watching that West documentary about how horrible we've been to the Indians. Oh. And in my head, I'm like, man, someday they're going to get us back. So I dreamt of an Indian woman pegging me. Do you have a dream catcher in your home? No, God, no. Those things are ridiculous. The only way those would be good is if they worked. Like the next morning, you could shake it and watch your dreams. Otherwise, it's stupid. Your dream falls out. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Like Minority Report. I could have been pegged by the ghost of Pocahontas.
There's a company in England called Hair Clone. And this doctor developed a way to uh, take follicles from your head and banks them, and they start multiplying. So basically, if you're you're balding, you can mm-hmm. catch it early. Let's do it, boys. And then they way past balding. Yeah, they you got uh, some hair back. Inject yeah, follicles hair. back in, and you can grow as much hair as you want. Test that out on Jeremy. It's pretty expensive right now, but yeah, let him go first. Jeremy, you go first. And it works. I mean, you're not going to look good either way. But it's probably going to come back gray. <laughs> Some of our competition admitted on the air the other day that they got a tattoo on their head to hide baldness. Who? John Jay. Yeah, he's something's going on with that. It's like a he's just like a walking experiment. Yeah. Tattoo on his head? That's what he said. Yep. Well, see, John Jay's thing How is how does that hide baldness? Well, because you get like a hairline, and then the the hair plugs make it so you don't see right to scalp. Because he got hair plugs too. Yeah. Wasn't he, he going to look was, dumber when he gets older, though? Oh, all, yeah, yeah. No, his yeah. whole future is doomed because he somehow or another went and got uh, plastic surgery to look more and more like Wayne Newton. God. And then he did the tattoo head. But, I mean, it's, he's happy, but it's because he was so he was a fat kid. So if you ever talk to him about it, like the fat kid thing, he's trying to erase so much of his past, it seems. That's my psychological evaluation of crazy John Jay. Well, you seem to get along really good with John Travolta, whatever. Yeah, no, that because they have the same hair guy. And nice legs. It's like, I think you really look good with all your new hair. You look good, too. Can I hug you? It, it, it wouldn't be a complete day if we didn't hug right now, you know? I think you and I should hug in front of my wife. She knows. What do you think I should do next? I think maybe you should tattoo some of the under part of your hair so it doesn't look like anybody's staring at your scalp. And maybe get some of your chin removed and then, like, squeeze your eyes back to where you're almost Chinese. I'll do it. It's good because you're on the radio. It doesn't matter if you look like a crazy person. That's where that uh, article from a couple of weeks ago saying uh, stare at a person's forehead for <laughs> eye contact. Don't do Don't that. Don't do that. <laughs> I think one more time if they tighten your head, you just split open like a baked potato. That is something I want. He looks better. I mean, that wasn't when he was gigantic. So good for him. There's a uh, couple that lives in downtown Sacramento, and the only reason I'm talking about this story is they walk downstairs. She walked downstairs in the morning, Mm -hmm. and she says, the first thing that hits me is the smell. Sewer mixed with vomit, mixed with B.O., mixed with dirty feet. There's a homeless couple showering up, and they're downstairs. (laughs) And you can smell them still? (laughs) (laughs) They leave the door open? Because one was still, he said, there's the guy in a towel. Six yeah. foot two hundred. Get to shoot him. She called the cops. <laughs> yeah. I would shoot that person. That's easy cleanup. They're already in the shower. I'm. I'm not. Uh, uh, how do you handle it? You call the police, but they, I would shoot those people. <laughs> like while they're showering. Yeah, absolutely. They're not expecting it at all. I would kill them both. <laughs> Just, you wouldn't like try to kneecap them, maybe. No, I'm not leaving a story. <laughs> Drop it. People it's in are the dead. towel. Like, what would you do? There's two naked homeless Pull people in your shower. Pull the towel off and go for the jump. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm shooting <laughs> them, and then I may square them up afterwards in the nuts. I don't know down. if I'd, I'd, I'd put the gun on them. I'd kill them immediately. I don't know if I'd just start. But then I, you're I dry leaving. Like, don't move. I have no don't questions. You kind of want to know the story. What are you doing? I, I know it. You stink. You're stinking my house up, and now you're trying to clean up here. They I know make what you do. Move, then you shoot. Them. No, I shoot them.
They made the you move. Shoot, they made just... the move by going into my home. I'm, that is the move they Yo, made. Yo, bro, Sanctuary City, just using the facilities. <laughs> right, I'm shooting it. You've never killed a person. That would be an easy one to do. If I wandered into my shower and there were two homeless people in there, I'd be like, I'll be right back. I'd go load up Hang the on, Desert let me Eagle. Get you something. It's a 44. It's going to be loud in here for a second. My ears are going to ring, but you guys won't have to worry about that. Yeah, let I'm me not... make you breakfast. I'm, I'm intolerant. Today, lead. Yeah, intolerant of that. Like 100% intolerant. I don't know. Call the cops. Put the gun I would. on. I would call the police and I would shoot them. And I don't get a problem. <laughs> get a problem in my bathroom. All right. I don't need that. Don't shower at John's house. No. That's <laughs> absolute fact. That is a law, in fact. It's no, a I, law. I agree. Yeah, yeah that's complete, pretty, yeah, pretty bad. Cut and dry. If I find that, there's going to be two dead people. There's a 40-year-old guy named Shane Melly. He uh, lives in... Riviera Beach, Florida. Back in December, he broke into his boss's office, stole the guy's rare coin collection. It's worth about $33,000. Shane took the coins to Coinstar, <laughs> threw them in the machine. Face value got 30 bucks, went in and bought two 12-packs. Nice. He was just arrested for grand theft. Unfortunately, the cops haven't been able to recover the missing coins. Oh, boy. So somebody at Coinstar. $33,000. Uh, $33, Two twelve packs. Yeah. Well, he didn't know. He felt good about his <laughs> There's day. There's the mugshot of Shane. I didn't know. As thirsty as all. You wouldn't put that. You wouldn't put that on this guy. He looks like a normal Joe. We'll end it with a couple of radio videos. We got to get that. We got to show him. Yeah, the, uh, let's Steven get that true talent first. Maybe old. Chung drag. I got it. It is a little bit old. I think I'm we've seen. I've seen it. Dying. Before, but it's awesome. Steven Seagal at a karate tournament. And oh, yeah. This is one of the most lazy things I've ever seen in my life. Vic Berger redid it. There he is wandering out in his gi, and I swear to God, fat Steven Seagal in a Russian tournament. And, and the, the participants are so... <laughs> You've never seen anything lazier than this. Like the is move, it slow-mo? No, he's just... They're they're cooperating a lot with Steven. The Russian, Russian tumblers. <laughs> he touches them, and they flip over. What the what? heck? He barely has that guy's thumb. Look at the leverage he has. That was a move. <laughs> this is tactical beige. <laughs> it's oh, so I worth watching. Deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Have a seat, Stephen. You've put on quite a show. Ooh. That is so funny to me because it's... <laughs> he's so confident looking. He's like, all right, I'll go do it. <laughs> I'm not putting in any effort, though. Oh, Mr. Segal, having your name on the marquee is all we care about. Yeah, yeah, I'll wear the gi, but I'm not going to try. What's What's great is, I don't know if that started it, but a bunch of senseis started doing these videos where they're doing these hand tap things and yeah. guys are dropping. They're dropping they're just, the second you touch them. It's hilarious. That's kind of what he's doing. He has that guy by the thumb and all of a sudden just touches his neck and he does a backflip. Because <laughs> that happens. But his face is the best. Like, oh, it's like you can eat, like he's just seconds from the check. Oh, how many rubles did I get for this? So he can finance the next film. Right. We need not make any more movies. <laughs> if he does, and it's karate driven, I'm going. Because I want to see him sleepwalk through another karate yeah, movie. He's just stealing money. At oh, that. love it. So the first, the next radio video is from Vietnam. Posted on a dash cam of a mom and her child riding on the back of a motorcycle. Again, the motorcycle is a little overloaded. Yeah, that happens to be a full family on there. Oh, my God, there's like nine people. Oh, my God, no. And the lady pulls the kid away last minute. 
from the truck. Oh, nice! It's Matrix stuff. There's a semi-truck going west, we'll say, as this family goes east. Not only that, the guy on the scooter just... It's a two-lane highway. There's a lot of, like, igloo coolers on the wow. back of that bike. Show me that one more time. Wow. Holy moly. Oh. What is going on with the car passing all the scooters? Oh, my God. How? Inches. Inches from going Both under an 18-wheeler. He almost went inches. into the... Here's the thing. She's in a helmet. The kid's not in the helmet, I don't think. Nope. She also pulls her legs up. Jesus. Oh, my God. So lucky. Whew. And then the dad's like, you done screwing around? Get back on bike. You got work to do. What's wrong with you? Not sure Get the igloo saw... coolers to hospital quick. So many hearts. The next one. <laughs> have like just loads of hearts. <laughs> We're way more. Hurry up. Gotta get these hearts out to hospital. You driving on the side, Tommy. Get your igloo cooler. Get back on bike. Why in the world? A baby. <laughs> Throw a baby on the back of your motorcycle and four igloo Baby coolers. fine. Yeah, baby fine. <laughs> he bought nine ounces. They're big old water jugs. He's been through work. Get on bike. Get on my bike. Your bike no work. All three of you. Get the hearts. Let them be heart carriers. Don't they qualify Brady? for the carpool lane? Why can't they be heart carriers? <laughs> you wet blanket, our fun story. I don't think those were hearts. Be <laughs> hot, all right. Mola Ram. Yeah. <laughs> Mola Ram. Temple of Doom. <laughs> the next. Radio video. You might have seen this yesterday. The British Airways jet that was wobbling. Oh, from it was all great! The, it was uh, strong winds over Gibraltar, Love south that coast of Spain. One of my favorite bands. They said, uh, "Go land somewhere else." Yeah, look at this wobbly plane. <laughs> and it's a seven forty-seven, or so it's a big, big plane too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. It's trying to land. It's trying to get its bearing so it can land. Oh. And they're turning around in the wind, and they're like, "We need to come back and land." We're like, nope, not here. You're not. So I guess maybe one of the moves is to kind of put it nose up into the wind. I don't know. He's trying to climb, but like the thing's just pushing it around. I was coming back from Albuquerque once, and the plane got a wind shear, and it turned the plane sideways for a second. The pilot was telling us, too. He's like, we got these weird wind gusts we're getting from. It feels fine. Keep your seatbelt. Seat. Of course, there's a lady standing with her baby in the middle of the aisle. Right as she sat down and buckled up, the plane did a sideways, and it was crazy. Like, woo! Full wing dip. It doesn't even look like that windy there. If no. You look at the bushes. And the stuff. bushes and the clouds doesn't look, but it's up over the water. So water's a little. I mean, you can hear that. it in the microphone that there's yeah. some wind blowing. But up high, it must be going. Man. Yeah, and the slightest little wing dip inside the plane feels like it's it's turning all the way over. Ugh. No thanks. They made it though. People said that they were just puking all over inside that plane. Oh, yeah. I don't make you not want to fly. Yeah, well. No injuries. Those videos. Yeah. Not over Gibraltar. Yeah, to cancel my summer vacation. I was so close to that. Were oh, you? Yesterday. Four years ago. Were you in Gibraltar? Sailing by the rock. Oh, no kidding. In Concordia. Yeah. Man, I close. dodged a lot you of dodged things. That. that plane could have landed on you. I better tell Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, you guys got stories. Yeah, you never watch any movies about air travel because she gets real upset about like traumatic history things. You should write a book about yeah. all your near misses. So, Brady Bogan, so close. Is her static response. <laughs> I was four just, I years know. away from 
Just one after the and other. And each chapter starts like it's going to be terrible. So there I was on the Costa Concordia. Oh, boy, I know what happened to that ship. This is good. Four years prior. One year before it sunk. <laughs> on a relatively peaceful vacation, we had two terrible days at sea. Great food. We docked and got on a plane and flew home. We promised ourselves never to travel again. Four years later, that plane tried to land. <laughs> wonder how many planes Brady... Great book, though. <laughs> You'd be totally tricked. Yeah. Yeah. Brady's yeah. life horrors. Yeah. And just yeah. every chapter just ends, like, perfectly fine. Dodging death <laughs> with Brady Bogan. I was two hours away the... when Princess Diana got run off the road. I've been on the Casa Concordia. It was near Princess Diana's assassination. <laughs> He's adjacent, man. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be reading that book. Well, this is the dumbest thing I've ever read. And it's not just me. What the, it has to get better, right? <laughs> My wife be up. lived in a town where a girl was abducted. <laughs> she knew that girl for a small period of time. <laughs> a couple years before she was stolen. Coincidence? I don't think so. She was inherently good at bowling. <laughs> My <mo> Hoffman, <laughs> I'm going to need you for some sketches. The best one I've ever seen. Well, my grandmother was a very good bowler, so she, oh, okay, Ronnie, go throw. She rolls a 28 with bumpers. <laughs> well, I guess you didn't inherit any of grandma's skills, so you should stop puking out advice. Is she lining you up? Yeah. And get... Your leg's not kicking up enough in the <laughs> back. Grip's wrong. Grip's After wrong. Uh, all your tips, I wish your grandma knew how to fly, because I'm <laughs> hoping you'd get up on the building and jump. <laughs> Screwed up my game. The final radio video. This guy named Anthony Miracola. He uh, beat the Guinness World Record for the most three-point baskets in 60 seconds. Okay. Did 31. A state basketball player has found a way back into the record books. The Guinness oh. Book of Records, that is. Oh. Anthony Miracola, oh. an old-three bobcat. <laughs> oh. Has taken advantage of his in-home gym. And just that's the college one. That's his gym in the house? No, that's where he practiced, I think. What he's, oh, he's got to take advantage. Was 26. Miracola beat that record it by It is terrible five. form. That is a very blockable he's shot. He's awaiting his official letter from Guinness confirming the feat. He's confident his Well, don't they need a person there? Yeah, he, he does. He has two referees. You no, see the guy with <laughs> the hands up. And, work and then stuff, and I just always looking you have for to have some multiple other channel, camera you know, angles. And talks about that. Had looked into just some of the Guinness stuff, things I could achieve. And, you know, and it, that was the first one I went for. I just thought, that's a real cool one. Most three pointers in one minute. Once they got back to me and I got the go ahead, there's a bunch of paperwork that you had to then look through again. They, they, they highly recommended that you Another had excuse to hang out at the high school during girls' volleyball practice. Oh, oh, My last oh, name oh. is Miracola. Miracle Boy. Yeah. I told you Italians were better at basketball than the, you know. They get one away and clank it. X anybody. We just don't care. X anybody. Hitting three pointers is nothing. Watching those guys celebrate all over. If we wanted to take over the NBA, we would. We don't care. We did get this text in. Miracola. Hey, John, in 2000, I had a one-pound baby girl. Nice work. She was in the hospital for four months. She's 18 now. Typical teenager. 38 pounds. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's doing good. Good for you. And you kept it tight. So birth was easy. It's like you never even had it. It's a real heavy period that you raised. <laughs> now she's graduating. Her name is Flo. Yeah, that's what you got to name her. Heavy Flo. Is she fat? Who? The, the baby. Woman? Oh. The kid. 
That'd be interesting. I'll ask. Like this. They, they're like the runt. They just want to eat. She's now 322. She's a big girl. I can't keep <laughs> She's gone up 321 pounds since birth. One pound baby. That's pretty good. It's a sack of sugar. That's that's the only time that's actually like a legitimate thing in home ec. You have a one pounder. Two cups. Two, two cups of baby coming up. That's all it takes. That would be really disappointing, though, as a guy. You didn't even have the option to have the talk. She didn't know she was pregnant. She comes to you with a nine-ounce baby. It's like, you did what now? It lived. It did what now? What can we do about that? How big is the drawer at the fire department? <laughs> Take a Coke can? What if you don't want your kid anymore? Can you stuff Kirby at the fire department? How big is that drawer? I think it's a little She late. won't fit. I don't know. I think you can do it. Why is it late? Why is it okay for a few months? If you don't want it, the fire department should take the drawer, but I'll have her stand out front and I'll just ring and run. You stay here. Stay here. Stand in the drawer. (laughs) Stand inside the baby drawer. You could do it. Yeah, next time she's bad. You you want to punish her? Drop her off in the drawer and ring the bell. We got one. (laughs) There's some 10 year old standing out there in the drawer. You could relive your childhood actually doing it at the res, the res firehouse. They change their mind. Just drop her off at the casino. (laughs) That's what your parents used to threaten you with. Yeah, how come you can give it away for a few months, but after, like, what if you don't like it after it's four? It's a great question. Yeah. I don't know. Why does that, why is there a time limit on that? Like, my six, the kids are, when they're teenagers, they can be real dicks. So I don't want you anymore. Yeah, that might be the time to There's drop them to get a bigger drawer. Yeah. You need a, like, a refrigerator box size drawer. Stuff a 16-year-old in there every once in a while. He's being a real dick. I'm done with him. Didn't like the car we gave him. Uh, it's 8.03. There you go. That is your Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's 98. It's POD right there. That's Concert Psyching Rock. It's official. They're part of our U-Fest talk about it this morning. Vans just crawling on there like crazy. Tickets available at 98kupd.com if you want to go. I'm sure uh, you can grab some of those and have the time of your life out at U-Fest. April 20th with uh, Limp Biscuit coming back at Kill Switch Engage. Uh, Parkway Drive, P.O.D. Who's the other one? Fever 333? Yep. And dead. It's a good lineup. And uh, still a few more sitting out there. It could be signing deals if we can get this, the scheduling and the timing just so. It's going to grow. It's going to get a little bigger. Uh, speaking of growing and getting bigger, Port Populous is back at it tomorrow yes. night. Ready to go. Dr. Pimple Popper starts airing. The last week's episode will rerun at 6 p.m. A good but not great episode of Pimple Popper on last week. As uh, they, she ran into a problem with a man who uh, couldn't have some things removed from his... Remember the dude with the babies grown out of his back scapulas? And both of his uh, shoulder oh, blades. Yeah. Couldn't, I, I, and she's I, like, I'm, I'm a little worried about that one because it was under the muscle. So she sent him to a specialist. So it was a lot of time wasted on this guy's miserable story. The only thing about Pimple Popper I don't care for is the get-to-know-me part. Get in there. Pop the zits. Let's keep it churning. Play the hits. Don't bore us with the chorus. What happened last week? You let a little rain stop you? I saw you. We're not doing it every week. On, on oh, for the thing? We're not doing it every week. That's overkill. I told Brady, he's like, we we're going to. And then last week, it was, he didn't promote it. We didn't have a thing. So we just did a little video in the studio saying, hey, next week. You blame the rain, though. Yeah, it was raining. It was, I'm not driving all the way over there in that in the first place. Once a month is good. And once a month is a solid pimple popper uh, plan. It gets people all amped up to go again. So any weather will stop you if it's just... No, that's ridiculous. Drips or like... I mean, most Maybe. things will stop me from driving that far. <laughs> yeah, that most definitely would add to yeah, it. Yeah, that's certainly going to... What about to... when it gets hot? 
Uh, there's a chance. <laughs> How hot? 104 or more. 104 or more. You're out. I'm not doing it. I'm just curious. It's just too far. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to the Scottsdale one, but I'm not driving all the way to Chandler for, for that. It's on my own television. Right maybe now. for one or two tow bros. Maybe a I tow bro or two. I'll, yeah. yeah, we'll test out tow. That's going to be a thing too. Tow bro Tuesdays. Because as we all know, as a consultant will tell you in radio, alliteration is what the people want. Yeah. And if you can come up with Tobro Tuesdays and Wildcat Wednesday, everybody wins a, a, a predatory cat. <laughs> Wildcat Wednesday! Who wants a Poomer? Uh, yeah, you got that. But they're big on that. Like, consultants come down from on high. Mm. Dude, I've been in this business for 33 years. I've had a... Oh, here we go. Tobro is... Uh, <laughs> distracted. Tobro operation. He looks like me. <laughs> this lady's got an eagle talent for a big toe. And Tobro, which is a new show. Is this Why are people into watching this? so great. I do not understand. Because it's not normal. I get, I'm getting too old, I guess. It's not normal, that's why. I don't understand why people want to watch other people eat. This, I do understand. This is not normal. Let's just say to watch this. Get, get to one where the toe pops off and it squirts them in that mask. Look at her toenails are growing over her toes. This is Tobro Tuesdays. That is a dry toe. I told you the story. My grandma Isabel, right? Grandma Isabel came to live with us for a little while after my grandpa died. And Izzy was on the on the couch and she's like, Oh that's how you knew she was about to say something. Every time she told Oh What is it, Izzy? My feet. You got bad feet? Well, it's my toes. Like, what is it? My dad would be like, what's going on, Mom? And he walked over and he goes, what's wrong with your toes? I don't want to show you. What is it? I'm not showing you. My dad slides one of her slippers off. Uh-oh. I swear to Christ, this thing was an inch thick. It wrapped all the way around and started to grow back into the bottom of her toe. Oh. It was it was curling I around. Know, oh, that she stop hurt. it. She, I don't know. Because at a certain point, I don't think she could get to her feet anymore. So it was like she like wasn't a, limber. It was like a front toe shield. It was like a toe mask. Yeah, like this big shield, and it was thick. So my dad gets the, the pruners for the olive tree to get branches cut. Won't go through it. Grabs a Dremel. Just starts digging into it. The smell was like somebody released black licorice and buttholes in the house. It was the grossest thing I've ever seen. He was the toe bro And he's the like, day. come on, Mom. Why did this happen? I... Dan, I couldn't. He's working everything. That's, you, do, you need to end it if you can't even. If you can't reach your toes, look at how loose yeah. that thing is. Oh, well, don't say that. I've seen Brady try to put on shoes. Don't don't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the toe bro. This thing is loose. Toe bro Tuesdays in Porkopolis. Right. Pop Porkopolis. Oh, I've been a consultant in radio for a long time. What the people really like ah! is alliteration. <laughs> look at that underneath there. And that's why on Mondays we're gonna have major surgery Mondays. Look at look at it. <laughs> oh, bro. Did you see the juice? It's waiting. That hurts. That one hurts. Oh, that didn't feel good at all. There's sweet relief though in the Oh, look at the final. I don't squirt. think you should be peeling that. Squirt, squirt. That's like That's like infection though. It's gotta yeah, come out or it'll yeah, keep going. You gotta open it up. I gotta get that toe off the skin. Tobro Tuesdays is a thing, Brady. Oh, oh. That marathon killed one of my toes. One of my toes. Oh, yeah, your toes will dig right in. Right. It's like They'll dead. fall off, right? The toenail is dead. Still dead? Still. Wow. Has never returned. And then Friday is uh, uh, in the face Fridays. 
I like that. Alliteration wins in the ratings. That's consultancy 101. Well, have you done Puma Puma Day? Do Wildcat Wednesdays where we all give away a Puma? Or an Ocelot? That only works in Tucson, doesn't it? Well, you can. You can do it. It's it's evidently something that's about to happen down there at uh, KDKB. Uh, are yeah. you alliterating? Are you guys alliterating? Is there any alliteration? That's why your ratings are bad. That'll help. Your ratings are terrible because you're not alliterating. Oh, so Ian Canfield has to do that stuff? got to try to alliterate. It's Wildcat Wednesday. We're giving away an ocelot. I might have to tune in for that. It's a badger or wildcat because we're giving those away. Why? We're out of animals. Hear the sadness in Ian's voice. Yeah. Here we go again. Time for another Puma giveaway. <laughs> oh, right, Wildcat Wednesday. Every time you hear that, call in. i supposed to get an ocelot. I've got a civet. 93rd quarter. We can't tell the difference, mate. Can't they just change it to Weasel? <laughs> yeah, Weasel Wednesdays! <laughs> That'd be a little easier. Well, wood, woodland creatures. i got a lot of squirrels. We can go get those. Poly we still have to alter it. Yeah. You get the Polly Shore album and a real Weasel. <laughs> yeah. Alliteration is the key. I wouldn't be a consultant for 33 years at 42 different jobs if I didn't know that alliteration's a winner. You must alliterate. It's so stupid. You are illiterate if you alliterate. Why don't you offer your uh, consultant I would love services. to. You know what I would say? The second they're like, hey, you're hired as a consultant. Go talk to this morning. She'll be like, hey, guys, you got about 18 months. You're going to get fired. The only reason I'm here is because you're not doing a good job. <laughs> Let's see if we can turn this ship around. So fire your own bullets or start alliterating. But either way, 18 months from now, you're going to be needing work. Listen to me or don't listen to me. I don't know. They don't like you or I wouldn't be here. I thought you were here to help. I am. I'm telling you to get your resume ready. I'm being more helpful and honest than anybody in your life right now. You might have 18 months left. Maybe. Get that resume together. Get it right. All the spelling correct and everything you want to say just so. You've got you want instant months. ratings. One of you needs to go commit a crime. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. How about you want to go get a hand job and get caught? <laughs> yeah, you'll get noticed. That is the only way. Uh, anyway, Porkpopolis is happening. I love that. That's renaming. That's not alliteration. That's beautiful work. That's marketing. I'm three videos in, and I think I might be more into Tobro Tuesdays. Oh, oh Tobro Tuesdays has definitely got hope. What is that, a burn? And it it doesn't count what something's in there. With this injury. Is that a toe? It's like, it looks like yeah, a... Yeah, that's a so big you, toe. you stepped on something. You were taking out the garbage? No, I kicked a, a garbage bag. Do you believe it? He kicked a garbage bag? upstairs was, you know, And something small, embedded uh, itself in his yeah. foot. And then I don't know oh, that's a heck of a splinter. Gravy. Look at that. Just peeling oh, it. I hit okay. Plastic too, because that's later, though. Pork Papa's wow. not. And tomorrow, Brady, what do you have on the menu for Pork Papa's? We've got, uh, you know, uh, Marcus, the fragile bartender. <laughs> the very has, small has bartender. has an unbelievable cocktail mix. He's got a bunch of different cocktails right. he's doing. We're going to... Um, uh, the light-handed some, bartender? jello shots that we can distribute. <laughs> okay, light-handed. Oh, the jello shots are great. And also, I think you're right. It can turn it into a drinking game. They have where a, we have buckets of tapioca pudding you got to take a sip of. Well, he's got a strawberry... Well, through uh, a straw or something. Lemonade cocktail with the... Um, what are those? Jojuba bubbles? Oh, hoba? Yeah. I think he's got some oh, of those. Hoba? Or the... Isn't that a boba? Like the boba tea yeah. stuff? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, they're little jelly berries. Okay. I'm going to call and them jellyfish, and they burst in your mouth yeah. like a freshen up. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then if we can get like every table gets a cup of tapioca pudding, and when it squirts out of somebody, you got to shoot the shoot the shooter because the dipping was good, but it was cumbersome. 
I mean, our first test run here with Porkopolis went very well. We filled the place. Looking to do it again tomorrow, 6 o'clock, up there on the school and the 202, correct? Yes. No, yeah. Arizona, Arizona, Arizona Avenue. Avenue. I'm sorry, Arizona Avenue and the 202. I uh, made that mistake. How's that wait staff? Are they prepared? Yeah, you got to get an extra wait this time. Yeah. Yeah. Last time, that mean lady was yelling at everybody. Is she still, <laughs> I, is talked she to him. I talked to him, and um, I ended the meeting, and I said, next week is going to be a total hut, 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 hut. All hands on deck for that. We definitely need that. Is the mean lady still there? Hut, 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 hut. Face of she oh, is. I, I think okay. she is. Yeah, she yes. is. Okay, well, she just needed some help. Yeah. She's not she good did. with stress. Because I kind of got her a little stressed for a out. She just goes, you are currently in my way. I'm like, I'm so sorry. When you not sure me. if she's on the squad for right. tomorrow night. We'll make sure. Do we have a waiter at our table? I don't know. Yeah, she Thanks. was very grouchy. <laughs> I liked her because she was just being honest about like how nightmarish the night went, and frankly, it was management's fault. Yep, we got we got new management. Well, yeah, it really was because if you if you haven't staffed properly, I don't blame the staff for being like these dickheads are putting yeah. me in. I'm going to get killed tonight, and I get any and tip. one no show that didn't help. Oh, you had a no show too. Oh, that's not You're fired, right? Yep. Oh, good, good, good. Not fired. See you tomorrow. Fired, fired. Correct. Okay. So tomorrow night, Chandler Pork Popolis, six to eight. We watched the old episode. Look at Jeremy's throwing his fist in the air. This is a very popular thing. Uh, you got the colored bathroom ready yet? Not yet. All right, that's coming. My marketing ideas are gold. Uh, so that's happening tomorrow if you want to go down there. Uh, it's a, you know, come first come, first serve, right? Yep. So uh, we had a little wait last time. And some we did. Yeah, we'll get in. If, uh, you know, we did some community table seating. Yeah, yeah that's going to happen. We had mixed parties. That's Just true, be prepared. too. Let people know you might be sitting with another we couple. We a we. Yeah, we a we, all right, because it's uh, got crowded and there's some, you're going to sit with some people you may or may not know, and that's fine. Hey, single people. It's a full event. Yeah, to look, we'll down. bring Larry on down. There was Get a lot of, there was a lot of good looking ladies neighbors. there. There yeah, was a work. lot of pretty ladies adventures. there. We had some, uh, some bodybuilders. Some Spectacular. Some sexy natives. Yes. Prostitutes. I found that out later through a phone call I overheard. Uh, Jeremy's doing the, the international symbol for huge cans. <laughs> she was the bodybuilder. You're talking about that one. Yeah, she was very pretty. Uh, so, yeah, we got all sorts of... I told you, good-looking people go to this thing. Pork Populous tomorrow. Watch the zit juice fly all over while you enjoy a delicious meal at Brady's Restaurant. And prepare yourselves for Toe Guy Tuesday. Here's the removal, That's March 3rd. That's the, what is, What's in there? Watch. Is it a bug? What's inside of him? Oh, oh it's a big... Toothpick. Toothpick. You okay? Oh. Any pain? No. You want to take a look? That's an inch. No. An okay. inch. It's out you now. You want to take a look? No. That is a huge toothpick jammed in the side of that guy's toe. He no. didn't even know it. She won't even look, but oh, you jackass. Yeah. Oh. And you know what I want? I want a lollipop. It's the Reagan assassination all of a sudden. You just had a, a little mini wow. log in your toe. Oh, that is fantastic. Just because he kicked a garbage bag. My dad had a, uh, when we first moved here, my mom got a call from work. Your husband's in the hospital. So an accident at work. She's like, oh my God, what could be? He's walking along. He didn't know that downed palm fronds oh, are like nails. Brutal. And he went to just kick one and step on it. And he had work boots on. Right through the work boot, top and bottom. Impaled his foot inside the boot. Pretty, my mom calls me at like I'm in school and stuff. Like I gotta come home. What happened? Your dad's been killed. I'm like, what happened? What? That's gotta be it. Why would they call me? For any other reason? Turned out he just had a minor foot injury, but still. 
I need you to come home. Your father's dead. Your father's dead. I need you to come home for the wake. I need you both home real quick. Sit down. Your father's dead. What happened? We don't know yet. But he's gone. It's like in tears. It gets bad. We're going to go visit him in the hospital. You go see him in the hospital. He's got this thing sticking through his boot. Just tore through work boots. That's how dangerous those suckers are. So he would have been on toe guy because that surgery was not slow. And he's cutting that boot off. Oh, wish I could have seen that. Great. Watch my dad cry. Uh, it's 8.34. We got some stuff to give away real quick, like uh, we'll hand it to you fast. Yesterday's, uh, that was a dis- dismal display of every single thing you guys could do. The 100th anniversary of the Grand Canyon. So we might do something real easy for you today. Um, but I'm, I'm, I don't Does know. Does it get any easier? I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we just toughen it up. Maybe maybe it's like when you try to do something slow, you look bad. But when at top speed, you kind of get it a little faster. Maybe we'll go a little harder. Cause so if we make it hard, maybe somebody will get it. They'll yeah. try. Yeah. They'll, they'll, uh, I mean, that was, that was like a 50-50 yesterday, and they were blown it. And they were missing. Nobody got past two. It was dismal. It seemed it was obvious, sad. too. Dismal display. Uh, but we'll come up with something for you guys. So try to give you tickets to the NASCAR race that's coming here. Uh, we got that thing right now ahead of you. It's 98 KUPD. Sublime right there. What I got. It's uh, 848, uh, and uh, we're ready to go. We're, since you guys were so bad yesterday, so insanely bad yesterday, We've come up with a new game where the questions aren't hard for most people, but you guys have proven that every question can be hard. So we're going to play Mentally Challenged Jeopardy today. You must answer in the form of a mentally challenged person. Head injuries, very popular. Speech impediments, big thing. I don't know if they're popular. Very popular. Well, they're they're the, all the rage in Europe. <laughs> they may be happening Oh, it's there. very, very popular. I'm seeing more and more of it. Uh, but if you'd like to uh, play along, 585-9800 is the phone number as we play Mentally Challenged Jeopardy. Must answer in the form of a mentally challenged question. So we will give you the question you have to answer as a mentally challenged person. We'll see if you can do this correctly as mentally I'll challenged. I'll answer Jeopardy. as myself then. Yeah, Brady, you'll just say, <laughs> if you want to do a Brady impression, it's hack. But you can do it if you'd like. It would be so obvious. We'd like your own take on this. So if you want to play 585-9800, we got NASCAR tickets to give you. Is that this weekend? I don't know. I don't know when it's happening. When is it? Let me uh, let me double check. I think it is. Is it March this? 10th. March 10th. That's is not this Is it an actual week. NASCAR Next event, though? Isn't that something different? No, there's two. No, it's a NASCAR it's a Sunday. Weekend, the it's whole a, weekend. Yeah, they do Friday Trucks, race, Saturday race. And that's and and we've oh, got, it's the whole, yeah. it's, it is the big one. It's the big Shabbat. They just game. keep it's changing names, everything. They still have two races every year. Because yeah, now yeah. it's ISM Raceway that's or something. That's what they changed yeah. last year. Yeah. throwing me off with They this. built the new raceway uh, over <laughs> yeah, the old race. Leveled everything. Right. Did they? I thought they just kind of did it like Seattle. No, they built it on top of the old one. I'm picturing like some dirt track in the middle of Arizona. I'm sure there'll be a few of those going. We're not giving tickets away, but if you wanted to watch. Weirdos race their homemade vehicles. I thought you said they got rid of that dirt track that uh, Bruce St. James Manzanita. Manzanita. Well, Manzanita. That is that one's done, right? That thing's yeah, gone. Closed for a little bit. That one scared me. Where does Bruce race now? He goes all over. Out of state. He goes oh, really? State. He's on he goes tour? Shola. Oh, yeah. yeah. He wrecks all in every city in uh, yeah. the Southwest. <laughs> yeah, Bruce St. James is a. Uh, I won't say he's a good race car driver. If you're not tumbling, you're not yeah, driving. Evidently, he tries to finish on the hood of his car every time. Oh. If you're going to get around going that fast, sometimes the car gets up there. I was picturing something else when he said finish on the That's top what of I his car. <laughs> well, he finishes on top of his car. <laughs> Yesterday, I heard Bruce St. James say something that I thought should be illegal. He's like, I don't even like going to birthday parties, unless it's for three-year-olds. 
Oh, you're a single man. Oh, no. And oh, no. Delete. There he goes. BSJ. Good dude. I like Bruce, but he crashes that car like a Chinese woman. <laughs> it's crazy how often he wrecks. The one on top, the one that's upside down is usually Bruce's by the end of the week. Clear him in turn one. Ah, there I am in the wall. This year he has more metal in his back than his car does. <laughs> that's true. I broke both clavicles. <laughs> anyway, if you want to, you can answer as Bruce if you'd like. 585-9800 is the phone number as we play Mentally Challenged Jeopardy because you guys couldn't answer one simple question yesterday. It was embarrassing for the whole city. So let's start from zero and build our way back up. Uh, give us a call right now. We'll play for those NASCAR tickets next. 98 KUPD, it's the Monkey Wrench there. Foo Fighters uh, coming at you, and here we go. We've got uh, we've, You guys were so obviously challenged yesterday, we decided to make a mentally challenging quiz today, answer in the form of a mentally challenged brain. And maybe you'll get the tickets. The question should be easy. We'll see what you guys think mentally challenged sounds like. Just to prove that we're not the bad guy. Just a quick reminder. I'm mentally challenged every night I watch Jeopardy. It's a mental challenge to me. We'll see how you handle it. Gentle listener. Should be an entertaining moment. Uh, give me my music there, Richard, and uh, have it all out. Here we go. It's time for the mentally challenged Jeopardy. If you're challenged mentally, will you be able to answer in the form of a question? We'll see. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. That's your mental challenge, Eric. It is challenging. Let's I go to the phones and see if Travis is mentally challenged. Travis, are you there? Hi. How are you, Travis? I'm good, and you? I'm quite good. Thank you, Travis. Uh, are you ready to be mentally challenged? No. All right, here we go. Good luck. Answer two questions, and you'll get tickets. FAQ stands for this. Fact frequently... <laughs> What is frequently asked question? That is correct. Well he done. Battled, he battled and worked it out. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Travis. One more and you're a champion. This is the distance around a circle. Square. Triangle. Circle. On average. That's the... I think that's what is the circumference? He said, what is the circumference? Yeah, it works. Radius, too. We could do both. We'll give it to him. He's been mentally challenged. He's a champion. That's all it takes. We can call your names. You guys win. Mario's on the line. Mario, are you there? Hey, hi. Are you mentally I'm challenged? Here, I am very mentally challenged. All so right. mentally challenged, I don't even know what my name is. All right. Well, we'll keep reminding you that you're Mario. Answer in the form of a mentally challenged contestant. Here we go. Which of the following words has a different meaning if I simply capitalize the first letter? Button, lake, or polish? I will say polish. All right. And why? Because it's different. It's capital. So you don't know what it is until it's uncapitalized. <laughs> Ooh, I don't he knows know. the right answer, but he, uh, you no, guessed the right answer, but I don't, I don't think, think you know why. Know. I was making you show your work, Mario, <laughs> and he didn't answer in a form of. That's question. okay. Why would why would it be different to capitalize polish over lake? Because it's not a proper noun. What makes it a proper noun? 
the P? <laughs> no, P does not make it a proper noun. I'm sorry, we can't Bye, accept Mario. your answer, Mario. I'm sorry, Mario. this is too mentally challenged. You sound so. it out in your head when you get home today. Now, that was real mental challenge. <laughs> he nailed it. Right, he did. He got the answer right. He just didn't know why. <laughs> Donovan is on the line. Donovan, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you feeling today? I'm special. All right. <laughs> We're all special, I think. Are you ready to be mentally yeah. challenged? Yeah. Do you know why capitalizing Polish makes it a different meaning? Makes it into Polish. Polish is correct. We That's go. right. Well done. Twelve is this percentage of the number 60. Work it out. Twelve is this percentage of sixty. Is he digging around for a calculator? Yeah, yeah he's doing it on his phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Why did you answer that quick? Then he doesn't know how, how to do, do that real quick. Yeah, he's, he's, he's getting he a lot of. He was challenged on that. <laughs> you know what I liked about your mentally challenged asker? You said, "Do I times? <laughs> <laughs> do I divide? Do I times it? <laughs> you help your child do with I that Do I minus? Do I minus? Do I times? <laughs> uh, Kyle is on the line. Kyle, are you there? Hi. Hi, Kyle. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. All right. Welcome to Mentally Challenging Jeopardy. All right. Answer in the form of a mentally challenged contestant. This T word is the opposite of the word punctual. Idiot timely. <laughs> Incorrect. Idiot timely. Not one T word, although I liked your attempt there, Kyle. That was a nice try. Very <laughs> mentally challenged audience for sure. As these questions are mentally challenging them right into the wrong answers. Grab another one, Eric. This is fun. Megan Shields is on the line. Megan, are you there? I am. No, oh, Megan, you sound very, very tired this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't make fun. Yeah, don't say anything. Yeah, okay. yeah you just don't know. You're in uh, trouble uh, now, what is Megan. your name, Megan? Corey. Right. Is it ma'am? Ma'am. It's ma'am. I just want to make sense. All right. Corey, are you ready to be mentally challenged? I am. All right, here we go. Use the word rhododendron correctly in a sentence. What is a rhododendron? That is exactly right. Yes. (laughs) Also known as a plant or uh, flower, you can plant rhododendron, but what is a rhododendron is is the correct answer. How many years are left in this millennia? What is 81? Incorrect. Sorry. Mm, That hurt. (laughs) He's so confident in that. I'll try one more. Trevor? Trevor? Yeah. Are you ready to be mentally challenged, Trevor? I think Trevor's drowning. Trevor actually might be in trouble. Trevor, hello. There he, there he goes. <laughs> Hi, Holmberger. <laughs> Hi, Trevor. How are you? I'm good. How is you? <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> he wins for that. <laughs> are you ready to be mentally challenged, Trevor? Yay! All right. How many years are left in this millennia? Um. Boobies. <laughs> Boobies is incorrect, but thank you. Good answer, though. <laughs> I want to go again. So close. <laughs> Give me another one. 
All right. They're playing along. We didn't tell them to do this. It's just mentally challenging yeah, trivia. Why you're talking like that is beyond me. Chris, are you there? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm to... sorry. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, are you ready to be mentally challenged, Chris? Always. All right. How many years are left in this millennia? 25. <laughs> I think we have to stop. You know what the best thing about it is? They're covering with that yeah, exactly. voice. They don't best? know. They have yeah. no idea. Of course they don't. Yeah. Of course, I believe it's 981. Yes. 980, isn't it? Well, yeah, it depends on how you do the zeros and the ones. But, yeah, I'd take an either. Well, we had a winner, though. Travis got right on board there, right off the bat. The T word that's the opposite of punctual, Brady. Is tardy. That's correct. 12. Did you say that? No, nobody got that. 12 is this percentage of the number 60. You times it, you divides it. 20%? 20% is correct. Travis passed our mental challenge. That's right. Let's see what else did we miss. Can we uh, give him a follow up? FAQ stands for frequently asked questions. Hey, the distance around a circle is a circumference or a radius. Uh, and then, of course, the last one foot is to walking as hand is to this W word. Your faces. <laughs> Foot is well, to walking want... as hand is to this W. Waving? Waving is correct. I'm going whacking. Whacking See, also would have been acceptable. That's right. Wait a minute. Whacking and waving both. I would have accepted both. We're mentally challenged too. Although you can foot whack yourself. Let's not discount the people with no arms. Foot whack yourself? Yeah. If you've got no hands. No. Nope. You can't, have... but you could if you had no hands. You could play the guitar. I've seen it on TV. You can wave anyway. with your feet too. Dan. No, you can't. Nobody knows what you're doing. You stick your foot out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. People be like, this guy's getting out. Shoot him. He thinks he's a Duke boy. He's just not very, he's really messed up. Not very adept. No, he's, he's totally clumsy. Anyway, well, congratulations to our winner of the mentally challenging Jeopardy game. Travis, I have no idea why you people were talking like that. Very strange. Just being mentally challenged. I don't know why you have to change the way you sound. Uh, it's 9-12. we got Rock Wars coming up in just moments. It's 98 KUPD. There you go. It's tool uh, 46 and 2. It's 931, and it is Wednesday, and that means it's time for Rock Wars. I believe Eric won last week. Do you have anything for us today yet, Eric? Uh, oh, you're working on it. All right. Get Eric's, working on it. Eric's topic. We'll, we're, I'm, I'm late anyways. We're fine. Uh, so we'll get Eric's topic in just seconds. Play a little Rock Wars uh, coming up in a little bit. People are emailing saying, of course, radius is the distance in the circle rather than around it. I really didn't think we'd have an answer. Uh, so then I confused myself, not looking the answer up and not knowing. So I'm like, is it? And uh, circumference sounds right. Radius God would have taken either answer because I, too, am mentally challenged. And as a person who tells fart jokes for money, I don't think I've ever had to figure out the distance around or through a circle in my lifetime. So that's a lesson to all you kids listening right there. Unnecessary to learn. They give them to you right on the side of the drill bit. Oh, that's right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the answer's in the... They give you the back of the book. Yeah. Damn it, Toledo, right that's there. brilliant. Yeah. I've never had to do it. I don't even know that I can look at the side of the drill bit and figure out what that I a, means. I had a tough time with that 36-inch drill bit. Was, <laughs> oh, you know, got one line, too many lines. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, mine was 36 foot because something was wrong. That didn't get the other part of the thing. Yeah, I, uh, it's an unnecessary thing to learn, kids, unless you're engineers or math majors. So be like me and just don't know. I don't know. The only time I've ever measured something that's cylindrical. 
I was checking girth. I don't know how it worked either. And that was just with the iPhone. Yeah. Well, I've done that with the iPhone. I couldn't figure that out either because I passed what it said to do. And then when I rolled it forward, it went up. I'm like, I'm, now I've got to do math. I don't know. There is a bit of a learning curve to the measure app. I can't do it. Because <laughs> it gives you like six inches. And if you go a little beyond it and you move the phone, it moves. And I'm like, well, now what? Now it says one, two. I, do I add that to the old one? I, so I don't know what to do. That's what the app should say. I take those sewing ones, the tape measures that are like paper, and I've wrapped it around the goods. And then it gets to a number, and I'm like, well, that's not right. That can't be good for a girth. Like, it's, it's like a good number, but I and can't tell people. And you knitted a hat out of that. And then you got to divide by pi. I don't know what that means. So I, what I understand is that if you open me up and butterflied my wiener, I know how long it is. <laughs> I know how wide oh, it would be. In that. It that way? If you butterflied it from tip to toe oh, yeah. and opened it up, I could tell you the distance that you're going to get out of that because I've measured all the way around. But I don't know how to find out girth, like left to right, without just putting it over the top. Like if I could figure out the radius of it, the which waist, is what I'm looking the for. The waistband. Yeah, the I, radius, I tell you the waistband. I know on, exactly what The radius what is from center to edge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it is? Yeah, I thought it was all the way through. The oh, oh okay. Across. So I'm looking for yeah. Diana. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, don't, I just don't want you to have to Pie con- is involved. continue cutting up your, your junk. Look, it butterflied, and I can tell you how wide it would be. <laughs> but otherwise, I can't tell you, like, the distance from one side to the other accurately through the center. <laughs> I can give you a general idea, but I think that's all that really matters. So I don't know circumference radius diameter. I don't care. I'll never have to use it. I'll hire a guy. You need to tell me immediately, Mr. Holmberg, what the circumference, diameter, and radius of this tube is. Or you're going to jail forever. Stick my hands out. Slap on the cuffs, because this isn't going to be a thing. Don't look it up. I've had to go to Home Depot a couple of times. After, ah, it's yeah. three-quarter, not half-inch PVC yeah. pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I don't understand that. And if somebody ever told me, look, your life depends on this. The, the future of humanity. I need an answer with absolute certainty. How many ounces are I'm out? I'm like, oh no, because I don't. I'm not certain ever. Like I'm pretty sure I can do that, but I, you want one answer, 100 percent certainty? I cannot give you that. How many quarts are in? Oh, four in a gallon, a quarter. That one's easy. How many ounces in a quart? Thirty-five, seven, six, two, thirty-two. Certainty. But if you're saying with absolute certainty the human race gets it, I'm pretty sure you guys are going out. No good at that. Then you get in the leader business. Oh, forget it. And I'm not alone in that because they tried to switch gas to leaders here in the United States and there was a revolt. Don't do that. We don't even know how the gallons work. Can't do it. No good at it. Neither are you, so stop it. Uh, it's 935. We'll, uh, we'll have Eric's topic in just seconds as Rock Wars is coming up next. So today, we will not uh, include people's participation. This is going to be the fastest Rock Wars in the history of Rock Wars. Is John Gordon here yet? No, he's not coming in today. He's in Florida. He isn't. What's he doing in Florida? Uh, Vacation. He's allowed a vacation, John. No. (laughs) He's he's, uh, spending a week at the Villages. (laughs) You've been looking into too many senior living places. Hey, that no, is a constant reference. Kids gotta be looking. Hey, after yesterday, I think Holiday Inn's for you. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Holiday Inn released a statement said, "Don't start 
With that exactly. guy, that guy that said, "Oh, hey, it's cheaper to stay at a Holiday Inn every night with a free gym and pool than it would be to put myself into a home." So he stays at the Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn's like, "No, no, 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 no! <laughs> don't make us charge for the gym and the pool." <laughs> so hey, I just stay here until I can't function. Then don't offer an extended stay discount. Exactly. And free breakfast and everything else. Makes sense to me. You're paying for it. I'm still paying your fee. Right. I guess if you fill the room forever, but you don't really want to, I don't know, some old man dying. Well, yeah, who cares? What if he rotates rooms, you know? Uh, like, um, I'll reschedule. You switch out I'll to a suite every couple the... weekends. Uh, Eric has the uh, has the ball, so he has to give the topic. And right after he gives the topic, we're going to give our songs. And right after that, we're just going to take a call, and there's going to be a winner. So here's how today wow. works. What's the topic, Eric? Uh, the topic is uh, repetitive songs. All right, repetitive songs. Yes. So and, there's uh, plenty songs. of rock songs that just have the same lyrics going over and over again, but this is something you actually like. So a song that you're like, cool, that it doesn't matter that it's repetitive. Yeah, it doesn't right. even matter. All right. Uh, Who would you like to go first? Go ahead, Brady. Brady, you're up. Mine's uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away. There it is. Look, that's Jeopardy. Also quite repetitive. Still going, in fact, so repetitive. <laughs> it's been repetitive Still going. Let's let it go. There you go. Give it away by the Chili Peppers is Brady's choice. And it starts. They do say this a lot. I wonder who's going to have the most of their repetition. We should look it up. Perhaps Toledo count. It really is kind of a chorus repeats. All right, there you go. Give it away by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You or me? You, go ahead. All right. I choose uh, one of my favorite bands of all time. And a song that uh, is just as easy as pie to learn. I learned that after I learned it. Good Lord, there's one word in this thing. Again, by Alice in Chains. to play this, you'll see the lead singer of that band counting on one hand when you get to the big one at the end to see how many, you get to 16 agains at the end, and then you get into that other part, but I, I get lost. That's the one I have to stop on. Alright, there you go. Next, Eric. Alright, I think I'm going to win with most repetitive. Uh, you may not know Menomina? who the artist is. Yeah. No. You may not know who the artist is, but uh, everybody knows this song. Everybody knows mm-hmm. Leonard Cohen. Oh, oh Leonard Cohen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, it just says everybody knows constantly, and it's it's such a cool song. It's a great, everything he does is, great. is this on uh, Austin City Limits years ago. Everybody knows. I thought it was a song from, done thought it was a song from The Grinch. Yeah, when you're watching on TV, you just got hypnotized. Everybody knows. All right, there you go. Uh, 585-9800. Grab that phone and uh, I'll I'll get to him. Now, we'll start with Timothy McBride because you're the only one. Who wins? It'll be the Chancellor. That's exactly right. Thank you, Timothy. That's it? That's today's Rock War. Oh, man. I've won again. Fair and square. Got one of your cronies calling in. Perfect. Thank you, Timothy. Well done. Today's winner is Allison Chains again. Thanks for playing. Thanks for, uh, thanks for participating. And I mean all of you. You did a great job. 
We'll get again in there. Is Toledo loading? Are you loading it now? I think he okay, is. Okay, he's loading it as we speak. So we'll get that in there, and then we'll get the entertainment show. But that was, that's a quick. That was fun. Fun way to do it. We could do four or five of those a day. <laughs> you know, a consultant would call that. Rock Wars Wednesday. Yeah. Alliterate. We got rid of that Wildcat Wednesday idea. Too many people were dying. Real fast Rock Wars. Rock Wars Wednesday. Yeah. Whip around Wednesday Rock Wars. Everybody, every consultant for radio is sort of Guy Fieri. They're sort of talentless. They've somehow achieved success. And they tell you that alliteration is the key. I Don't think understand. on the Wildcat Wednesdays, mm-hmm. you can actually do a lot with the feral cats and ho- you know homeless cats. Give away cats everywhere. <laughs> Got something to it. Get the Humane Society yeah. on board. I don't think the Humane Society is going to be huge on the whole cat giveaway. I'll take one. <laughs> Give yeah. me one of them, man. I answered the question radius. Here's the, I want a cat. For a dozen cats. <laughs> All right. We've had seven people fail. That's seven cats to you. Every <laughs> you question's a cat. You have to pick them up. Every question's one cat. It rolls cat. over All right. every week. We're at 388 cats today. If you answer the question correctly. So many cats. It's All right. Verna, 88-year-old Verna. I would like to play your cat giveaway. All right, it's Pussy Friday. It's not alliteration, but it's fun. The front desk girls just got cats all around yeah. her all day. <laughs> nobody ever came. If nobody comes at 5.30 and picks up the cats, those people, you still got those cat tickets? Oh, no, but if Verna doesn't come by 5, you can have them. All right, let's do it. Uh, it'll be again by Allison Chains, and then, of course, the entertainment drill coming up. That's Rock Wars. Easy win for me today. Great stuff. It's again right there, Allison Chains. My win for Rock Wars today, which is a fantastic win. I think we can all agree. That went very well, very quickly. Uh, it's time now to get the heck out of here almost. 9.57, and it is uh, time that Brady entertains us. And it's brought to you by friends at reactdefense.com, home of Tactical Black. And I'll tell you right now, Tactical Black, not only a place where you can learn how to work out, defend yourself, maybe even do something that someday saves your life. Watch the video of a... A thing in China with a bunch of stabbing stuff. And a guy who couldn't and didn't know how to fight back. It's an amazing video. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's got to be on the internet somewhere. I was looking at it like, Ugh. and somebody said, could you protect yourself from this? I'm like, yeah, actually I could. I could actually do it. I know exactly what I do. And sometimes when you get stabbed in a stabbing fight, you're going to get stabbed. But not only do they teach you life-saving things, they teach you how to be uh, more confident. You learn that on your own. They challenge you. You get a good workout. Uh, actually, Josh... Taught me how to tie my shoes yesterday. I'm not kidding. I have a new way to tie my shoes. Although I was severely challenged by the attempt, Josh has a way of tying shoes where his shoes never come untied. And my shoes constantly come untied. And he showed me this little weird method. Unreal. So there Reverses the wave of the laces. Don't know how it works. It's And I, it looks like magic when he does it. I still look pretty special when I try to do it. Uh, and I never got it quite right there, but I worked on it at home, and I feel like I've got it pretty good. They're they're knowledgeable in all sorts of ways that you won't even trip over your own shoes. That's how good they are out there at uh, ReactDefense.com. I think they got that video from um, uh, Asian Stabbing Cabin. <laughs> good. Well, that's different. You don't oh. visit that. You'll see a lot of blurred-out genitals. It's weird. But, uh, yeah, they teach all sorts of stuff. Not to say that they're going to have a class on how to tie shoes, but the way Josh does it, pretty damn impressive. Uh, challenge yourself. And that's a good analogy, really, to say uh, things you've always thought were just the norm. You know, that tying shoes thing is just a way to look at it a little differently, and that's the whole deal at ReactDefense.com. You may feel pretty good about it. So not only mentally challenge yourself, physically challenge. Physically challenge yourself. Mentally and physically challenged, I am, uh, at ReactDefense.com. Learning so much, feeling great about everything, and getting in good shape while I do it. Uh, Get off that treadmill, quit being bored and silly. Oh, and by the way... 
uh, discounts for uh, law enforcement and military. Always available at reactdefense.com. They care about the uh, folks over there in the military and our law enforcement. So all those things, you should give them a chance and uh, see what you can do. Trust me, it's pretty darn good stuff. Uh, reactdefense.com. Home! Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Kathy Lee Gifford made it official that her last day on the Today Show is April 5th. Mm-hmm. Her replacement Still is not Regis. Jenna Bush Hager Stretchnitz. Oh, man. That's her full, complete <laughs> yeah. name? I yeah. didn't know that. Is the Hager guy she married from Hager? I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. That's a lot of dough in that family. If that's... And if you want something entertaining, check out the uh, phone call that Lyndon B. Johnson has with the owner of Hager. Hager Stretchnitz. He talks about having him say, that's a great. Quite a member. Special pocket, because I got myself a big one, a big old one. I need six pairs of multiple colors, sir. Is that? Uh... Yeah, I got uh, big old, big old Willy Wonka. <laughs> All right, and you need what? A dick pocket inside the pants, because of that big one I got. Because it's regular you. pants, the crotch. Yeah. All right, drop it down about six inches. Got to dump it down there because I'm carrying quite a load. If you know what I mean. <laughs> It ain't easy being the most powerful man in all the world with this big old one. All right. That's a great talk because why would he be the one on the phone with him? Because he liked him so much. I know, but. Let me call that. He's the president. He's got people for that. No, I'm going to call him personal like. Hey, it's me, Lyndon, big old one Johnson. Big Johnson, (laughs) they call me for a reason. Yeah, because they made it nice and stretchy where his D goes, and he liked that. So he called the owner. Build me some big dick pants. <laughs> and they no did. problem. No, no problem. No problem, sir. Wow. The guy on the other line is like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, am a, I am a clerk. This is crazy good news. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is selling four of his six NBA championship rings and a bunch of other cool memorabilia to benefit his children's educational charity. Oh, cool. It's called the uh, Skyhook Foundation charity. Is it on the res? He's big on the res. I know that. He's big everywhere. Yeah, no. I, I think it's... Um, it's not on the res, but... You used to coach basketball up there on the res. I saw a picture. Uh, you can pull up some of the stuff on there, but, you know, from jerseys to... Kareem's liquidating. Yeah. And he's like, I I, I don't need money. Yeah. I just... It's like, well, no, I mean, if he's giving it to only, a charity. You can look at this shiny stuff for so long and, like, why do I have it? Well, he's also very Zen Buddha. Wants to help the kids. Yeah, doesn't have a lot of need for uh, stuff, although his house is, like, 80,000 square feet. So he's got half of that but he does like to kind of be at one with him he's you a, think you just like to keep that in your family man nah, they didn't earn it <laughs> he, he, still has, you know what? he still has some stuff left i think if that was me i wouldn't want to hand that down no nah my deadbeat kids walking around with world championship rings they didn't do anything it is interesting he's keeping two of the rings oh he's got two kids and i wonder which year you know would it be the first the first one Probably the first and last, maybe. But that's it. You dumb kids get these. And all the rest. Well, we them all day. No, you're going to sell them. Because then some grandkid gets it, doesn't even know them. They're selling his stuff for dirt, for drugs. At least this way, if it's just some non-family member selling it for drugs, he doesn't care. I guess this is good news for the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Yes, yell Puig. Mm-hmm. Is, he admitted his production has been down recently because he, he didn't work hard since he already had a rich contract. Yep. He says he'll try hard this year. Well, in that stadium, his numbers are going to look great. His contract's up after well, this. He's in a contract year, and he's in a pillbox for a stadium. Things going to be. He'll try hard this year. Yeah. Well, you know, it's good news for the Dodgers. He wasn't even trying hard.
Might have won one of those World Series if Yasiel put it out there. Dick. I know he works out, that's for sure. The dude's in shape. But he's been given about 78%. He'll load up, He'll load up for the Reds this year. Rotten Tomatoes is doing away with the pre-release ratings. Combat the internet trolls who have mm-hmm. been intentionally tanking the scores of movies like Captain Marvel and Star That's Wars. That's what they're That's saying. Fine. That's exactly. Or they cut a deal with the <laughs> right. movie studio. Marvel said, "Stop it! One or the We're other. We're getting killed on this thing. Our movies aren't very good. You have to just recognize that. And they usually always get good ratings. Well, the, yeah, the one. But what's the one? The DC, DC comics are the ones. Yeah, the that DC. Get, they're the ones that need they to make the deal. They deserve it. Aaron Lewis from Stain will not stand for any bad-mouthing of Fred Durst. He said, Fred is effing awesome. He blows my mind every effing time I talk to him on the phone. He says, when I'm going through a tough time, he calls Fred. You know what's crazy? Fred's words of wisdom. All of us kind of on the surface think of Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit. Look up Fred Durst's work. The dude is a super producer. He's a big deal in the music industry and uh, and directing and all sorts of... He does a lot of things. Says he's his Dalai Lama for advice. Yeah. I saw something on the news, or on a news story, on maybe MTV or something, doing some news about Fred Durst's rise from the bottom based on the Limp Biscuit kind of image that he has. The dude is a respected music guru. Like, he's got a, I don't know his position, but it's high up in one of the music companies. He's like a VP of something. Jesus, Durst is big. He's coming back. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll, well, I mean, he still may be, you know, big deal, but he's going to do shit up with Limp Biscuit again. Maybe he's going to go crazy again. But evidently, because, yeah, everybody that's talked to him, I said, no, he's, he's legit. It's going to be a blast. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. Especially because the people I've talked to that don't know who Limp Biscuit are. Like several people in their early twenties, like I've never heard of them, but I like Parkway Drive and Kill Switch. And I don't really know Limp Bizkit. I'm like, God, that's weird to me. They didn't have to live through the Fred Durst weirdness. So there you go. Uh, let's get the heck out of here. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves an absolutely fantastic Wednesday, and we will see you tomorrow in the morning sickness. So long. <laughs> bye bye. We love you. God loves you. He really does. Bye bye for today.